after reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Yeah, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Come on, come on, come on. Does that work? Please tell me. It's not working now, is it? <laughs> Stupid thing. It was working just a second ago. Go. 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 What's the matter? Why is there no camera? Ah! Uh, the, the tech problems are... Mm. Legion today, Legion, and I don't know why that isn't working. So I'll just uh, I'll put it on the uh, main screen about that, give you something to look at. <laughs> let me let me try and figure out why uh, I'm not not on screen, and then I'm going to try and get uh, Charles on, and hopefully we can uh, we'll have a little bit of a warm up, have a little bit of a chat for the uh, main event, which should be in approximately. 45 50 minutes uh, and let's try i'm going to try switching the camera on and off is that going to break shit i know it's i know it's going to ask me for stuff if i do this can enlarge well i know the camera is working yeah, I am identifying as bleak today. It was just working. Now, I don't know. I can stop the stream and restart it, but today is a pretty audio-driven stream. So, And you can see the main 
I don't I don't know why it's doing that. Um, camera is switched on. The tech stuff is killing me. That uh, I've got a caddy that's or, or, or hard drives, and I'm playing those goddamn Telpiot boys, messing with everything. So maybe you'll have to have to do it that way. I can use a webcam. Wait, wait, wait one second. Maybe I can do this. Let's uh, work on the fly here. Properties. I just you have to just watch me from a different angle today. Um, not working. Got no. Why? There's no. There's no video footage into this. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! How bad? How bad can it be? What about if I add uh, video source, video capture device? Okay. That was already in business. Of course, it would be. This. Nothing. Nothing. It, wow. So, um, <laughs> OBS. OBS is rejecting all cameras. So, um, I'm I'm inclined to just do voiceover mode today, and it's just one of those, one of those things, I guess. It's the joys of streaming. It, it, literally, it was working just a second ago. I was flicking through everything, and it, it did work. It did launch, and now nothing. And I don't know why. There's definitely power to the camera because I can hear it when I cycle on and off. Do that. Nothing. Do that. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna just gonna identify as uh, blick blick blick. That's really frustrating. Um, now, uh, what do I do? What do I do? Do I do I restart OBS? I'll take a vote. If you want me to restart OBS so you can get camera working, press one. If you want to just leave it going as it is and just hear my dulcet tones um please just uh reboot and come back reboot and come back okay um all right i forgot what number one was now reboot and come back <laughs> reboot and come back all right i'm rebooting and coming back <laughs> just just bear with me i thought uh um, <laughs> the thing is, if I if I switch off, I'm just trying to work through my head how much uh, it's insufficiently sexually titillating without my mug. All right, all right, rebooting, rebooting, rebooting. See you in a couple of seconds, folks. All right, so there's a webcam of me. Kind of looks squished. And let's do this because I need chat up. Sorry about that, folks. And the camera's still not working. So uh, what a p 
piss up, but we'll have to make do with this. <laughs> what can I say? At least that one works now. It didn't before. Stupid thing. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid thing. Right, we lay Go away. Go away. I don't even know if that. That works at least. And uh, let me do this. Uh, we still have two hours. Oh, let's see. All right, so let's start. Goggle up. Come to me, CIA. Tell me what you've got. Restore, bitch. Yeah, you won't restore, will you? No. Street. Three tabs. Yeah. Restore window. Thank you. Do that. Do that. Which will be noisy. And let's get the chat up. Restream chat. Thank you. And let's do this. And Skype. And, and I'm going to call Commander Rixie. Master and Commander Rixie. Let's do this. All right. And boom. Give, uh, I could just call back when you call back. Uh, all right. So, uh, what can we do today? Well, um, we want to, or, or the idea is right now to be uh, streaming on um, the new bat SARS-like virus that they've found. And, you know, is, is there much to say about it? Not really, except, well, I, I think the thing to say about it is how much it contrasts with what we know about the current SARS. So, yeah, I hope people uh, come back in. Now, the question is, does, um, does you, not YouTube, Rumble and everything dashboard... Is that working? Working. Rumble, rumble, streaming, streaming. Yeah, all right, good. God damn it, we had 59 people in here as well when YouTube died. Yeah, I switched it off because, as you'll notice, the camera is different. And the reason the camera is different is uh, the very expensive Canon camera that <laughs> usually looking at me from there is not behaving. And now I have to think about uh, why. Don't dox myself. Ah, look, I'm not hard to find. 
that they want to come knock on my door. Uh, they're more than uh, welcome. Uh, yeah, we're bleak today. Uh, I will say I'm wearing my Brubaker Arms T-shirt today. Shout out to Brubaker, the number one custom gun maker in the U.S. What can I, what can I say? Um, actually, uh, I spoke with uh, Brubaker, and uh, they they very kindly made the offer that. Um, anything that I need machining for the uh, products, products, projects that we have, um, he can certainly give it a go, which saves a lot of time, my end, and a lot of cost. I wish I'd known that uh, before the ear bars. <laughs> it never hurts to have a spare pair. Um, and uh, well, well, we'll see uh, how that goes. I, I have no doubt that he can make them. Uh, that's that's for sure. Uh, why am I missing a window? Uh, let me just do this. Put that there. No, actually, I'll use Discord. God, I hope my voice is going to hold out as well. I hear uh, Jonathan was uh, speaking with uh, Kevin McKernan. Um I need to go and watch that one. And let's do that. Put that there. Live stream chat, please. Uh, you can see if Kev is live in YouTube subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, you you should. Um, but then a lot of people are not are not uh, subscribing to YouTube anymore. You know, you should, you should, if you've um, if you're serious about this business, trying to move away from these corporate platforms. Look, I have to I have to get my hands dirty, as it were. You guys uh, don't, and try to see if there's a. Um, Alternatives, and we make we make alternatives uh, for you, right? So if if I go to this page, not that page, this page, uh, the McCann Dojo, uh, you can watch on We Talk, You Listen, YouTube, Twitch, D Live, and Rumble. I just wonder if the this one is going to the right address. Um, e yeah, it seems to be. Um. <laughs> Just 1717 I tied that break at and uh, we just happened to catch Botley and Bogbrush Wilson in the act. Uh, WTYL is super high res. Yeah, it's got better encoders than YouTube. Uh, Rumble will prove to be a disappointment. Yeah, they've, um, they've, they've already said, look, they're, they're trying to corporatize, right? It's a money-making venture. I'm not in this to make money. I'm in this to try and do science. And I can tell you from a lifetime of experience, it's not really a money-making uh, business if you're doing it properly. Now, if you're doing it like a scumbag and uh, you're just taking taking that blood money, uh, you're, um, you're compromised always in ways that, you know, make it such that people find it hard to trust you. Whereas with me, you know you're getting the real deal. And I'm, yeah, I'm prepared to put my uh, money uh, where my where my mouth is, and so I've got to get somewhat used to talking in this direction. Um, do, 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 and let me just. No, I don't need you there. Uh, all, all my desktops all messed up right now. Okay, 
Um, please come on, don't mess about. Um, yeah, so did I lose the page? So why why are we going on? Uh, Clyde Lewis he wants to speak about the uh, the new bat virus again. Um, you know the. The thing to take away from this paper is that the receptor binding motif is different from SARS-CoV-2. It's able to use ACE2. Now, they've made these different clades for sub-echo viruses now, and clade 1, clade 2, clade 3. And um, it's a push towards the idea, again, of zoonosis being a critical issue and um, I'm less than how should I say sold by um, the I just want to do a few quick checks right so the Paul G Allen School for Global Health right I would imagine One Health Doctrine runs through there like a uh, <laughs> I can try and keep the uh, the uh, who related metaphors to a minimum today but let's let's just see what we get here and um what about if we do i wonder how much bill and melinda gates bill and melinda gates did I spell Melinda right? Yeah, I did. Um, so Washington State University, of course, being in Washington, is going to be receiving um, uh, plenty of influence from Bill and Melinda Gates. And I'm, how should we say, skeptical of uh, all these institutions right now. Um, I think we need a... A massive clean out and I wanted to just take a look let's have a dig into uh, who the um, Michael let go now if I do this Michael let go WSU and uh, eco Uh, let's see. Do they, do they have? Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eco Health are hosting it on their website. Olivelle. So there we find an association with Olivelle. This is a different. Uh, paper, but uh, this was June 2020. Um, how many how many names do we see there? Cipher was on there, and I think Plowright I saw. No, but uh, yes, they're associated with Eco Health. So I I would be very very skeptical of the uh, the framework in which the data in this paper is presented. Sorry, they've tainted themselves that much that the nothing 
distrust everything right now. Uh, Wes, good to see you, bro. Um, how is Korea? Uh, I would imagine uh, grey uh, and shitty looking as usual. <laughs> Korea, the uh, the poor man's Japan. <laughs> All right, so I can drop that from there. And so what can we talk about as we fill it in time? We've got half an hour till their show starts. Um... I guess uh, Charles is going to be ready in a second. I guess the big news is Nord Stream. What do I think about the Nord Stream? Well, it is sabotage, right? Who who would be who would benefit most from sabotaging Nord Stream? And out of all the suspects, it would seem odd to me that Russia would. take away probably the biggest thing around which negotiations could take place. And so on the list of potential provocateurs, I guess, who could be going in and doing such an act, I guess the UK would be on there. Um, who, you know, I, I think it's the United States, to be perfectly frank. There's uh, a clip circulating um from February, I think the U.S. could sell its gas. Yeah, maybe maybe it's part of uh, the the U.S.'s plan for uh, hegemony. But let me just see if I I think I kept that clip. Let's see if I can find it. But uh, Biden saying that they have ways of making sure that Nord Stream uh, two doesn't um, come online. And let's do this. All my controls are a nightmare today. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> you've literally got Polish MEPs uh, thanking the US right now as the uh, bus, bus, gas bubbles to the surface. Now, uh, I'll read what was posted in our Discord. Radek Sikorsky gloats and openly thanks the US for blowing up Nord Stream. Sikorsky is a current member of the EU Parliament, former Polish foreign minister and defence minister and husband of American Jewish warmonger Anne Applebaum, who has made dismantling Russia the main focus of her Jewish ethnic activism for a decade. Now, um, that's kind of interesting. Anne Applebaum... Um, Russia. Well, I think I think the journalist Twilight of Democracy. Let's see what that is. The seductive lure of authoritarianism. Is this her? How did our democracy go wrong? Um, read more. Uh, from United States and Britain to continental Europe, liberal democracy is under siege, while authoritarianism is on the rise in twilight. <laughs> yeah, what do you call in uh, authoritarianism in this instance? Uh, I think the uh, woke authoritarians that are trying to push their uh, 
diversity agenda onto me are the authoritarians. They're the ones that are going around taking away uh, my free speech, taking away my accounts, the uh, corporate, corporate converged global homo. Uh, of course... Um, Anne Applebaum, an Applebaum, an award-winning historian of Soviet atrocities who was one of the first American journalists to raise an alarm about anti-democratic trends in the West, explains the lure of nationalism and autocracy. Well, I like to think of myself as a bit of a nationalist. Let's say I'm not the uh, goose-stepping kind, but I'm, the, uh, <laughs> I'm certainly the kind of maintain your borders, in-group preference. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of uh, incoming migration so long as it betters the country you want those uh how should we say phds coming in to help your industries that's a, that's generally a good idea they tend to integrate quite easily into your uh into your culture i saw that there were uh iranian how should we say iranian mobs on the streets of the uk uh attacking police um let's just see And uh, we don't want too many PhDs. <laughs> well, depends PhDs in what. If it's if it's woke ideological bullshit, then no, you don't. But engineers, scientists, um, yeah, you probably want to grab those. Um, Obama lived on Mercer Island. I don't know what Mercer Island is. Um, that's the person. That's the person who's married to. Where was it? Radek Sikorsky. Who was just gloating. Thank you, US. Thank you, US. Now, wh what is gained from taking out Nord Stream in, in this position? E. Master and Commander Rixie, how are you, sir? Ah, you see, now, my you, you see my other camera, right? Just of just out of interest. So people uh, looking there. That is odd. We can we can hear you. We can hear you, dude. Yeah, hear you. I, I unplugged the wrong thing. Oh, okay. No worries. You you you're good. Um. Oh, I like the uh, I like the man cave look, dude. It's kind of. Is that yours? Yeah, I wish you? it was my house. Is, it's yours? I wish it was my house. Oh, it's not. Uh, no, you wish, it's, you're just wishing. It's That's my in-laws, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, well. <laughs> well, um, play your cards right. Could be yours soon enough. Not that I would imply you should do anything, but, you know, <laughs> Well, I can answer in a lot of ways, but... <laughs> that, you you, you treasure those in-laws, sir. You treasure those in-laws. Um, I do. Uh, so, uh, actually, you know what? I was just talking about Nord Stream, um, and oh. what's what's your take? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it's so hard to know. Uh, we've done such a good job of benefiting Russia with all of our tactical or strategic decisions that, I mean, it's, who knows? It could be Russia. It could be us. Could so the, be uh, I was reading a tweet, right, from, so this guy is called Radek Sikorsky. He's a member of the European Parliament. 
and uh, he, uh, he's openly thanking the US for blowing up Nord Stream. He's current member of the EU, former Polish foreign minister and defense minister. Uh, the, the second bit is just uh, the, the usual tropes that I would go on, but not. Um, uh, well, let's, let's actually, just. I was actually trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out why Poland would, like, honestly cheer that. I mean, I know that that Germany is really the the ones who needed the gas, but is Poland just more energy independent than I realize? Or I mean, it I, seems like that would be negatively affected by. I presume they have their own uh, pipelines to and from Russia because it uh, was yes, right because of being former Soviet satellite so I, I, I have to I have to think through my geography does it actually border Russia it's not Hungary in the way and Romania Poland, no Poland no Poland doesn't if I remember correctly it doesn't uh, there's there's Belarus right and uh, it's in the way and Belarus Hungary and Hungary as well. well Hungary is right? a little further south. So, um, um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an odd. So yeah, I'm sorry, I can't really I can't really figure out like what the like what to think about it because I don't. There's so many different things at play, and to be honest, what I think is that it was just simply designed like they're right where they want us to be because we have no idea. Hmm. They want it to be. Like so difficult to tell what's true and what's not, because mm. then they can basically do whatever they want. Yeah. Blame whoever they want and whatever narrative they want. Yes. Um, this is uh, the idea of um, destabilized perception, which gets lumped at the feet of Russia. But I don't. I don't <coughs> think the Russians are just the only ones playing that game. And from for me, it seems odd that Russia would do it in a way that would because it's the one big bargaining chip that they have right over. right i don't i actually i think it's the united states personally but and so th what what that means to me is that the united states is not interested in de-escalating this this conflict right now which is disturbing for me um i don't know yeah. you know I mean, because what if they if they? Yeah, if... I, I don't know if it's like it's not the United States. I really just believe it's like deep state and some Democrats, because and I mean and some Republicans who don't realize that this is all just. I, I mean, it's it's so antithetical to what we're what we need right now. We don't need any of it. We need to be doing the opposite of everything, mm. Mm. and they're. They're obviously trying to embroil us further, and I mean, every day that goes on, it makes me, it makes me feel like more and more that this is all tied to the pandemic. So yeah, yeah, look, so I, it's I, all tied together. I, I'm I'm convinced of that, but just just the stuff I've been going through the last week, the um, the, the documents that have been pushed back and forth when. Uh, Russia called for the meeting of the I forget the full t technical name of it but biological and chemical toxin destruction meeting or something like that along those lines and right um, and this was done in Switzerland and the part of the response from 
Ukraine was documents with a big Ditra logo and uh, Meta Bioda and Black and Veatch on the front page of the title document. And all of those organizations right now are linked very, very heavily to the Biden. I don't, I don't know if it's Biden Democrats. You, you probably have a better idea. Uh, it's, well, let me just link to the sitting president who they, they've already, the deep state has already censored all of these ties to Ukraine in order to get him elected. So it's not, it's not like they're going to stop now. But, mm. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I mentioned it briefly the last time that they were funding a proxy war against Russia in 2014. Yeah. So whoever, who, whoever on the left mixed with whoever else want to use Russia and Ukraine as, as, as something. And well, it's like the equivalent of Afghanistan. It, for, it boggles the mind. It's a, it's a battleground that yeah. they feel that they can go hell for leather in. And, um, I mean, I have to ask, are, are you still on the hook for call up if they, decide that they want to mobilize um i because i'm losing you charles losing you ah god damn it are you there oh okay um um, i'm probably gonna have to change machines if this uh this the reception is not very good in here. Yeah. Have to shift. Yeah, maybe maybe do that before the, the before you're on national radio, dude, talking to millions of people. Might be might be a good idea. Yeah. Um, well, hold on, I'll call you right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Call you right back. Um. So I I I can but pray that um Charles is not. It's not subject to re-enlistment. Um, I hope uh, all all the friends that I've met over the last couple of years doing this, uh, who I know have served honourably, are not uh, are not going to be called for uh, a war that seems to have no no purpose beyond the <laughs> appetites of. Uh, Deep state as fat cats, oligarchs, um, Rick, Rixie's signal being intercepted by Globo, maybe. Um, apparently, CIA warned Germany a bit this summer about an attack on the Nord Stream. Yeah, you know what? Um, in 2015, they found a submersible with uh, explosives on it, but with the cables cut. Now, um, I haven't heard, I haven't seen a follow-on to. I didn't have time to dig into it, but um, the uh, uh, 
Um, and the and the stupid thing is, you know what the bloody stupid thing is? My uh, my camera is not. It's not working. It's not working when I know that the yeah now it is now it is. So let me if I do this go back time. You tell me, God damn, tell for your boys. <laughs> Armchair warlord, good to see you, bro. Says this imbroglio is beyond sketchy. Yeah, it 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 doesn't serve anyone's interest except it's except looking like a chaos moment for those that have been gorging at the uh, trough to get away. Uh, Doc is streaming. Um, yes, I can give you that. Or someone will. Uh, DJ says, I forgot to post Wagner images of a remote control boat that was one of a few given to Ukraine. wonder if they got any other similar gadgets that could sabotage. Maybe. Maybe. And again, you know, I think Charles is right that this uh, destabilized perception is part of this hybrid warfare. And we need to... Um, we need to stay on our toes very much so and look my my presumption is is that russia will have achieved a whole bunch of strategic aims by pushing through those referenda they've now expanded the borders proper of uh russia and now basically have the excuse to argue an, an attack on um attacks onto russian soil um very very dangerous escalations if you ask me um boom. all right let's try that master and commander rixie sir there we go let's see if this one's a little better um so you you were saying that i was recapping your point that there's uh, uh, it seems geared towards total chaos so that it it becomes virtually impossible to make informed guesses as to well you can make informed guesses but um, it, it becomes hard to find a protagonist and say it was 100% them yes and they I I think that most of what's happening right now is being done to prevent other narratives from coming out before the election. And so this next six weeks, I'm very concerned that it's literally just going to be an onslaught, doing everything they possibly can to keep it away from any other discussion. Yeah. Um... Now, um, someone, I don't know, technical question here, maybe. You are a Marine. Um, they're saying that it, it, it occurred at 70 meters. How hard would that be? To, I mean, that's nothing for, in military terms to go in and drop, get charges down there, right? Did you, did you know about the story from 2015 saying they found a submersible? Uh, I, I just read that today. Like, I hadn't seen that before. Mm. So that's but... the first time I'd seen it, but... Yeah, seventy meters is is nothing. I mean, they've 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 gone to the depths of the Marianas Trench 
like 34,000 feet or something below sea level. Mm. So a tactical miniature sub could easily, I mean, it, it, there's, a, there's many countries by now that can do that. Mm. But who, who stands to gain the most when, uh, in, in, the, in the current environment and, you know, the point you make about the elections and basically running interference so that the main, the main stories are not the laptops, not these sketchy deals, not the, yeah. not the individuals involved. And was it you telling me about how much money Hunter had been shuttling back and forth? Yes. The number that Glenn Beck talked about was $7 billion. That right. So, it, it, like, Burisma was basically just, it was, Burisma was just owned by an oligarch, you know, one of these oligarchs. But what they were doing is they were shoveling money to the oligarchs in eastern Ukraine so that way they could fund their the proxy war mm. and because they really they didn't want the the revolution to fail they they wanted to ensure that ukraine would uh be in the eu and or in nato and all, everything and so they i don't know I, I i think it's insane because the one thing there was no need for us to keep poking mm. at russia i mean russia has become less important in the grand scheme of things. So why would you? Yeah, there's uh, no. It didn't see. There doesn't seem to be any strategic benefit to to anything that they've done in Ukraine. Whether it's fighting the proxy war, whether it's having the labs, none of it makes sense mm, at all. Yeah, and you know, it's this isn't the Cold War, right? It's not like the Soviet were going in, were going in and annexing whole countries like Hungary and. Um, you know what? That was in the fifties, right? When they did that, and of course the the sort of standoff from the Second World War. Again, I guess you could argue how much was contrived, etc. Um, but the what was Russia doing? Selling gas? <laughs> I mean, they were they were playing power politics with with petroleum, which is what every country that has has done for the last hundred years. Mm. So to, and to th when you're talking about Russia that, that came out of being the Soviet Union, and that, as you noted with Jeffrey, with Jeffrey Sachs, we we didn't we basically kind of threw them to the democratic wolves and the free market wolves without really considering the type of transition it would take and the amount of investment it would take. So I, I mean. I, I don't. That doesn't excuse anything that that Putin has done, but you. There's, and I'm not really one for diplomacy all the time. But this is one of those times where Russia was never going to reclaim the mantle. They have an aging population. They're 40 years ahead of China in that regard. I mean, they were they were just done. All they had left was nuclear weapons. So why antagonize them? Because even even until like there hadn't been as much of a push for within Ukraine to have them join NATO until the West started really trying to push it with everything they could, and they kept, they were already messing it with their elections prior to that. 
mm. probably ever since 2003 or 2004, whenever that guy got poisoned. I can't remember his name. Not the Skirpals, but uh, yeah, I know I know who you're on about. Where... Yanukovych, or I can't remember now. Mm. I remember the girl, the lady. She was cute. Uh, Timoshenko, or... I don't know. I mean, there have been a couple. I mean, the one the one that happened in the UK happened right next to Port and Down. Um, again, I don't know how much of that is psychological operations. Um, oh. oh, yeah, okay. But this so was, was much a... more recent than the... Le, Le, no, was it Lushenko, his name? No, I can't remember. Oh, see, the... I, was talking about, I was talking about the presidents and the prime ministers of Ukraine. You, oh. And you started talking about the, uh, the poisonings in the... I believe, yeah. And actually, the the poisonings occurred, I think, I mean, I was within my last year in the Marine Corps, but I was at the Department of State, uh, so that, I was very familiar with that, mm-hmm. because what they used was, you know, one of these agents that doesn't exist. And, Novi, uh, Novichoks. Novichoks, let it yeah. sit in. That's a, that's a binary, right? And uh, I, I think it can be. But the, the real problem with that is that it, it, it can defeat, it can, like our masks won't protect against it really. Mm. And our countermeasures, it's the way that it acts, it's kind of overpowering for our countermeasures. Mm. And I can't, I, can't, uh, I can't explain it too much in depth because there are parts of that that are actually classified that, um, that are public. So, but basically they, they created these things, and they they'd had them for like twenty years. Um, but I mean, the, the the presumption in in this is similar to the biologicals. The, the U.S. and other countries, for training purposes, would be allowed to hold or, or would hold stocks, whether they're allowed to or not. I, my, my that, that's actually that's like the main point. And when I was when I was kind of thinking about. Like tonight, and because really that comes down to it. When, when they want to talk about the, the the new coronaviruses that were found in Russia, that's they're publishing those because they want us to be scared of of the potential for for spillover. But the reality is, they have already for twenty years been engineering these things like crazy. So basically, what they're trying to do is distract us from the fact that they've been able to engineer these things for, for two decades, and they have been. And well, it, even, it, like, the recombination stuff goes back, you know, Nick has a very informative table of just all these primate viruses that they do recombination with. And I think Mark came out with a number that, um, at, at supposedly at the time of when they signed the, Biological and Chemical Warfare Convention had like seventy odd thousand different, different recombinants uh, of viruses. Well, they in when Ken Alibek came over, he he came, he came over in ninety one, ninety two, maybe. And when and when he defected the previous year, which was I believe ninety one. They had already created um, smallpox in Marburg and put them together. Mm. Like they'd already succeeded. Now I don't know 
but the efficacy of it, but they'd already successfully made a chimera with smallpox and Marburg. Mm. If you can imagine, this, that's not a good thing. And so that was 1991. Mm. So yep. all of this, all of this BS where they're where they're pretending, oh, well, we don't. This pure and cleaved site could, I mean, it could come from nature. No, it couldn't because if it did, it, it could have done that at any point in human history. Mm. But as Dr. Quay pointed out, if there would be no Sarbeco viruses, like subgenus within coronaviruses, if not for the fact that there is a barrier, at some point they can't recombine. There's enough of a difference where they can't just swap pieces. And in this case, for these parts of the spike protein, they can't. Sarbeco viruses can't go to HIV and pick up an FCS. That's not the way it works. And, and now they're even lying about that, as if that could be where it comes from. No, that, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's uh, it's disturbing how much they've sort of gaslit uh, not just not just the public but scientists themselves. And there's exactly. a it's it's really disturbing how they've taken the faith that scientists have in the scientific process and abused it to the point where a lot of people who could have spoken up didn't because they believed that the process was working. That's right. And, you know, I was just, um, you know, quick look at the authors of that, uh, Kostal. I don't know how you pronounce it. Kostal? Kostal? Yeah. Uh, um, it's C-H-O-S-T-A-L. Uh, I'll, I'll just go with Kostal. I, I didn't remember if it had an L or not. But, um, but yeah, something like that. Does it have an? I, I'm, maybe I'm conflating stuff, but um, gosh, <clears throat> maybe I'm putting the L in because it's easier for me. To, yeah, it's Koshta. So I don't know. Try and say it with a Russian accent. I had it as Koshta, but um, it, you know, a quick look at the authorships, and you know, we find the primary author publishing. And this was the first one that I just found. He's published with Kevin Olival from EcoHealth. There we go. And the, again, it's these networks that uh, are compromised at so many different levels. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I just got a call. Oh, okay. We, uh, yeah. we, we going? It might be, um, Clyde Lewis, um, am I supposed to con from Ron? Can you tell Kevin we'd like to set up the webinar for him on October 29th at 2 p.m. Pacific time? Um, yeah, I mean, if we could do it sooner, we want impact on the election, dude. <laughs> um, pipeline leaks are easily fixed, it's a negotiating tactic for ongoing peace treaty. Uh, I'm not so sure because, um, th they detected explosions. And so I would imagine if you were going to the trouble of uh, <laughs> using explosives that you would make it such that it was... Uh, all right, Clyde Lewis, let's go. Um, for action. The action is if you're in a hurricane pointing area, you prepare for the event. If you're in an evacuation zone until to evacuate, you evacuate for the event. Protect yourself, protect your home, 
protect those you love. That's all you have to do to stay safe in a hurricane. And some in Florida say they've been through this before. Florida Gulf Coast resident Kelly Johnson says Floridians know how to deal with it. This is what we do. This is part of living in paradise, is knowing that once in a while these storms come at you. Ian's expected to get even stronger over the warm Gulf of Mexico waters, reaching top winds of 130 miles an hour as he approaches the southwest coast of Florida, where two and a half million people were ordered to evacuate. Two natural gas pipelines running under the Baltic Sea from Russia to Germany are leaking following an explosion. And Denmark says it believes it's not an accident. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the leaks are being investigated. Their initial reports indicating that uh, this may be the result of an attack or some kind of sabotage, but these are initial reports and we haven't confirmed that yet. But if it is confirmed, that's clearly in, in no one's interest. Um, now, my understanding is the leaks will not have a significant impact on Europe's energy resilience. An awful story out of Montana. A woman is under investigation after reportedly shooting a husky puppy and posing with the body online on Facebook while laughing and saying it was a wolf puppy. Amber Rose Barnes posted graphic pictures online. Immediately, social media users responded with unbridled anger. Police say the puppy was one of more than a dozen pets abandoned in a wooded area. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your children, just look at the reaction to the work of Patriot Mobile in multiple school districts across Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company and is a force for conservative values. That's because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they are winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they have multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to patreonmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A or call 972-PATRIOT. Free activation with offer code GORKA. Special discounts available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. patreonmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A 972-PATRIOT. patreonmobile.com slash GORKA. The Philippines says it will stop the operation of offshore gambling firms. Police in the Philippines claim that most kidnapping cases in the country took place in areas where offshore gaming operators and casinos were located, and most of the victims were Chinese nationals. Officers have been ordered by the Justice Ministry to carry out surveillance on sites. The sector emerged in the country in 2016 and grew quickly as operators capitalized on liberal gaming laws to target customers in China where gambling is banned. BBC correspondent Laura Bicker. Airline passengers not the only ones fed up with flight delays. Southwest Airlines employees are holding a protest at Dallas Love Field Airport with flight delays being one of their issues. According to Fox 4 in Dallas, hundreds of off-duty flight attendants picketed outside the airport to demand increased pay and staffing, along with safer conditions. News and analysis at townhall.com. <clears throat> the Heritage Foundation finds that Americans have lost an average of $4,000 in income because of inflation. Details from correspondent Bernie Bennett. New economic numbers show the average American has lost an equivalent of $4,200 in annual income under the Biden administration because of inflation and high interest rates. Under former President Trump's low inflation economy, the average American worker's annual earnings increased by $4,000. 
The Heritage Foundation finds that this has been completely wiped out in about a year and a half under the Biden administration. The Daily Mail reports that wage growth in the U.S. has risen to its highest in years, but workers say their pay increases are not keeping pace with increased costs of everyday goods. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The Muhammad Ali Center is presenting a Lifetime Achievement Award to Anthony Fauci. This says Republicans prepare to open an investigation into his role in the COVID pandemic. The Ali Humanitarian Awards will be presented Saturday, November 5th in Louisville. More on these stories at townhall.com. has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up, an eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, are you ready to go? The loudspeaker spoke up and said, The loudspeaker spoke up and said, The loudspeaker spoke up and said, things happening where it, it just seems like I say when COVID hands the torch to Ukraine Russia war and then of course we got climate concerns and hurricanes and everything else bothering us and knocking at our door with more tragedy and more hell we now have another story that comes it came out of uh, first of all I have a tendency to, to read a lot of the Hindustan Times and reading a lot of uh, stuff outside of the country 
because usually I, I take a look at what's happening on the other side of the planet because I know that eventually it's going to wind up on this side of the planet. It's kind of the hundredth monkey theory in a lot of respects. But what, what I've been reading about here is there's a, well, I've been reading there's a, there's a coronavirus, a novel coronavirus now that was found in Russia. They detected it in horseshoe bats. And it has scientists calling for an urgent effort to create a generalized vaccine, a universal vaccine, something that uh, I've talked about on this program as far back as 2011 when I did my, uh, when I did my tour talking about Claydex. And they're saying that if they don't get a general vaccine made or a universal vaccine made, which they wanted to have ready by 2020, they cautioned that another pandemic might be triggered by what is uh, zoonosis, actually animal virus spilling over into humans. Now, similar to SARS-CoV-2, this is another respiratory virus that was discovered among bats known as Costa-2. It's covered in spike proteins that can infect human cells using the same entryways. Even more problematic is that it's uh, apparent resistance to monoclonal antibodies and serum-induced in recipients of the COVID-19 vaccine. So, in other words, this new respiratory virus can't be neutralized by medicines. None of our current medicines can kill this thing. Not even antibodies developed from the Omicron variant. None of it was effective against this virus, despite the fact that both pathogens belong in the same group of acute respiratory coronaviruses known as cervicoviruses. And this, of course, is, once again, an excuse to push forward with this universal vaccine that has been on the agenda, at least from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, since 2011. When researchers in Russia first stumbled across Costa-2, along with another bad virus, Costa-1, in 2020, neither pathogen looked particularly dangerous. But now Costa-2 looks like it can become a major problem. Neither were closely related to SARS-CoV-2. In fact, they came from distant lineage that lacked some of the genes researchers thought were necessary to antagonize the human immune system. Upon closer examination, however, experts have identified some worrisome traits about Costa-2. And so it's time for the professionals to take hold. We got uh, some of the most distinguished guests we always have on this program when we deal with pandemics and other problems. Dr. Kevin McCarran is a neuroscientist with over 20 years of experience, was the principal investigator for the Korean Brain Institute. He uses deep brain simulation, stimulation to treat neuropsychiatric and motor disorders. He also has been analyzing the COVID-19 vaccine and the blood of those who are vaccinated. His website is McCarranDojo.com. We also have another special guest tonight. Charles Rixey is a member of the Drastic, actually of Drastic, which is a group of international scientists and researchers investigating the origins of cars of SARS-CoV-2 and the COVID-19 pandemic. He previously served as a career SB, uh, sorry, CBRN, WND professional in the United States Marine Corps, including positions as an officer instructor in eight years as the CBRN chief of Marine Corps Embassy Security Groups, training the 2,000 Marines that guard American embassies and uh, consulates under the Department of State. During the pandemic, Charles investigated the scientific censorship obscuring of the origins of SARS-CoV-2 and was the first to prove that Anthony Fauci was directly involved in those efforts. And now uh, Dr. Fauci is under investigation. But both men have taken the time to be on the program tonight. Gentlemen, welcome to Ground Zero. We appreciate you being on with us tonight. Yeah, thank you, Clyde. Yeah, thank you, Clyde. Thank you. 
So here we are again, uh, getting having the, I guess you could call it the silent scare right now of this Costa 2 and the idea that a bat, a horseshoe bat has been spreading uh, this, uh, this uh, in the coronavirus family, something to give them an excuse to make a universal vaccine. And we know that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has been at this since 2011. They wanted their goal to be 2020. Gates has now said we failed with the, with the vaccines for COVID. Now they're moving on to this. Do you think this is really going to be a threat? Uh, first of all, Dr. McCarran, do you think this is going to be a threat? No, not okay. not <laughs> naturally. No, um, I, I would uh, again just uh, em employ your audience to try to keep recent history in mind. We've shown that these uh, groups are tainted with respect to scientific malfeasance. Um, this group that published this data right now, they have links to the you know the main <laughs> main. Criminals, I guess, is the best way to call them. Uh, EcoHealth, uh, Kevin Olivao of EcoHealth uh, was a recent uh, author on some of their work looking at bats. And um, right now there are very, there are still very stark differences. And the issue around this virus, I would say, is the differences between it and SARS-CoV-2. And that we, we should still... Um, well, what, what, what I would do is, I think it's, I've, I've been on the show quite a few times before I'd, I my good friend Charles Rixey ne needs to be speaking he can he can speak very eloquently to the differences between Costa 1 and SARS-CoV-2 and uh, and we need to get this information across fast so Charles well so what we'll do is we're, we're coming up on a break and uh, we will then uh, turn over everything over to Charles okay. and have him speak more to this because you know we want to uh, we want to make the connections here and I and I think that that's the first thing that we're doing right right now, uh, Doctor, is that we're, we're finding the connections. The same criminal cabal is behind this. Again, they, they have found a reason to uh, accuse Russia of maybe introducing a spillover zoonosis that uh, many people know nothing about. They don't know how zoonosis operates. They don't know how spillovers happen. They're unaware of these things. And so I think we do need to set the record straight on Costa 2. Tonight on the program, we have Charles Rixey with us, and we have Dr. Kevin McCarran to discuss this new scare, this Russian bat from hell, the devil bat disease called Costa 2, that uh, certainly they've been, uh, they just recently put out a paper on it, but they knew of this, uh, they knew of these two uh, diseases back uh, right when COVID-19 began. 503-225-0860, that's 503-225-0860, back with more Ground Zero, don't go away. sponsors is get the tea and they have a great selection of organic non-gmo supplements and delicious teas made right here in the united yeah. states and since i've been drinking life change tea i've got more energy it is a game changer you know and the right blend of all natural herbs are especially formulated to get things moving and it helps keep your colon healthy check out their website now newly designed to make ordering quick 
and easy. Go to getthetea.com for September only. You just enter in discount code Clyde32, and you'll receive a bottle of Alley Beats for just $32. You can save now because this product contains allicin, beetroot powder, D3, zinc, and vitamin C. Alley Beats will help maintain your blood pressure and supercharge your immune system. Now, remember, for September only, it's just $32, and you got to put in the discount code Clyde32. Not available in stores. You must go to getthetea.com and use discount code Clyde and the number 32. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one. 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. 1-800-888-7630. You know, one of our favorite sponsors is Get the Tea, and they have a great selection of organic, non-GMO supplements and delicious teas made right here in the United States. And since I've been drinking Life Change Tea, I've got more energy. It is a game changer, you know. And the right blend of all natural herbs are especially formulated to get things moving, and it helps keep your colon healthy. Check out their website, newly designed to make ordering quick and easy. Go to getthetea.com for September-only you just enter in discount code Clyde32, and you'll receive a bottle of Alley Beats for just $32. You can save now because this product contains allicin, beetroot powder, D3, zinc, and vitamin C. Alley Beats will help maintain your blood pressure and supercharge your immune system. Now, remember, for September only, it's just $32, and you got to put in the discount code Clyde32. 32. Not available in stores. You must go to getthetea.com and use discount code Clyde and the number 32. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian health care sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch. is the new bat flu that they're uh, talking about. Paper was issued. Apparently, uh, this uh, so-called coronavirus-type dis uh, disease disorder pathogen, whatever, 
found in Russia's Sochi National Park among lesser horseshoe bats. And, of course, they find the species in Europe and North Africa. They don't know if the virus that affects these bats uh, can spill over into humans yet, but they're saying that it's possible. Mm. But we were thinking that, you know, we want to kind of nip it in the bud and, and find out exactly what's going on here and, and how they're going to use this as an excuse to make a universal vaccine. Tonight, Dr. Kevin McCarran's with us and also Charles Rixey, who we now want to turn the time over to so he can give us his opinion on this because, of course, he is uh, well-versed in what's going on here. He can give us the lowdown. So, uh, Charles, uh, go ahead and uh, inform the listeners as to what's going on with Costa 2. Uh, well, just based off of everything that I've seen so far, I think you're exactly right in that it's basically just an excuse to to further their dream of a universal vaccine. Uh, what people need to understand is that this this virus is no more likely to spill over than the bat viruses that were being discovered in Ch southern China up until. COVID-19 first or SARS-CoV-2 first emerged. So, and just based off everything that I've seen and understanding the evolution of it, if I, I don't believe that the things that made SARS-CoV-2 jump to humans came from nature. So I don't believe that this is any different of a threat or any greater of a threat than what they already had. I, I, I do like the fact that it, they, it, it's a Russian uh, virus, so it, it's just another way for them to name drop the word Russia, uh, especially during you know an election year, and kind of scare people, make them think that this is something that Russia might use to weaponize. When the truth is that Russia and us and China have all been tinkering with these viruses for two decades at least. Yeah, I, uh, I was reading that this uh, Costa 1 and Costa 2 has been around and has been tinkered with since uh, the year 2020. And in fact, they never uh, found out any, they didn't say that Costa 1 was deadly or Costa 2, they said could combine with uh, SARS-CoV-2. But yeah, you're right. I think once again, and see, this is the reason why I'm bringing it up. Otherwise, I would I would ignore something like this to say it's just another one of those fear tactic things. But you're right about the Russian uh, the idea that it's a Russian bat flu, it's a Russian bat disease, that there is no cure, no uh, no uh, antibodies to, to fight it off, no medicines that we have at all that can fight it off. We need a universal vaccine, and the only way to get it is blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm thinking, that since we have the Russian uh, part of it, this is going to stick. It's going to stick because propaganda will force it to stick. Well, they, they're already using Ukraine uh, as a way to distract people from everything else that's happening. So, um, and the fact that the election is six weeks away, they don't want anything of any substance to occur between now and then. They're trying to prevent the takeover of the House so that way they can escape justice completely. Uh, so the, all of this is just it's just distraction. And then the, the truth is, is that every time they make a prediction about a virus being able to do something, it'll, it's only a couple of years before magically that virus gains that ability. And the, the big key here that uh, Dr. Stephen Quay, when he was testifying for Congress, he pointed out that the, the, these viruses, 
there's enough genetic distance between them that they can't recombine as easily as, as the scientists are making it sound like they can. And that's why we know that the furin cleavage site that made the made COVID-19 a thing, we know it didn't come from nature because it, it physically, it, there would be no need for a, a genus called Sarbecovirus if they could recombine that easily, basically. So all of it is basically a sham to make something look worse than it is or make something seem like it, like right. nature is a bigger threat when in reality it's not nature that's a threat. And, right. And, and yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I just, I just wanted to clarify with them, with them saying that um, there's no antibody treatments, etc. This is, this is them just using antibodies that have been raised to SARS-CoV-2. Um, it's, uh, it's Correct. absolutely uh, uh, nailed on biological fact that once that virus, if it starts circulating, if and if it does, I, w I would be very suspicious of again these same networks being involved. But mm -hmm. you you would raise antibodies, you would raise T cell responses, you would the, your your immune system would make a response to this virus. That the idea of of pushing this um, concept that that we're at the complete mercy uh, of these um, pathogens that are in you know, different animal reservoirs. Every every species on this planet has viruses, etc. That you could that, that that they use the argument to say, oh, that's a couple of mutations away from jumping into human populations. Well, if they were so dangerous, we wouldn't be here today. Now, I'm, I'm not zoonosis. Isn't zoonosis rare? I mean, I've always heard. I, I'm torn between yes. hearing that it's rare or that it happens all the time, and that's why when I first heard about the bat or the pangolin. Uh, COVID-19 uh, pass, I thought, uh, come on. I mean, it, it, it's all too convenient to do a zoonosis play when we know that it's a rarity. Well, I, I think it's uh, it, it's more nuanced discussion than a, a binary yes or no. Um, in China, they could find locals around these caves who had an antibody, uh, a detectable antibody response to these pathogens the question is how how after initial exposure how much change does that virus make in order to, for it to become uh or, or to have the pandemic uh, potential and charles mentioned the furin cleavage site i don't know if you, charles if you want to just keep drilling in that point because it's such an important one uh, i mean well actually actually i i'd shift down a little bit in the genome to the what's called the receptor binding domain because that is the thing that's the same, or the, it's it's close to what exists in SARS-CoV-2, and it, it attaches to the same receptor. Uh, it has a different level of attraction to it. Is that the ACE2? Yes, the ACE2 receptor. And so receptor, what, okay. that's what they're saying is the is the reason why it could jump. But what we know from SARS-CoV-2 is that the reason it was able to jump is because it could attach to six or seven major receptors, including ones that had never been seen before in any coronavirus, much less within that genus. So once again, it's all designed to make you look in a different direction because they, they use the ACE2 receptor, that, that fact, to suppress the existence of the furin cleavage site for several months at the beginning of the pandemic. So they've they've been trying to misdirect the, since the very beginning yeah 
Well, and they've been uh, they've been kind of throwing out these, I, I guess you could call them uh, subtle threats, if you will, about, uh, you know, if you think this is bad, wait till the next one comes. Absolutely. Uh, and, and it's because they have them. It's like I was reading again, <laughs> I'll, I'll reiterate that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and also I can't remember the other group. I'll have to look it up. They they have held these two cost of one and cost of two viruses. They have held them uh, pretty much in suspension because they were fully aware of their effects uh, in 2020. And uh, they were, again, going to introduce this new clade uh, as a, well, they were talking about it in 2011 for the universal vaccine, which is what they wanted to push. Charles Ricks with us tonight and Dr. Kevin McCarran here on Ground Zero. By the way, they're going to be holding a panel uh, in uh, the aftermath uh, aftermath.media library on October 29th. It's going to be happening at 2 p.m. The webinar is going to be for all premium subscribers of aftermath.media. So put that on your calendar, subscribers. October 29th, a panel with Dr. McCarran, Charles Rixey, and others. 2 p.m. at aftermath.media. Sign up today so you can be part of that amazing panel. 503-225-0860. Back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away. SRN News, I'm Tasha Stevens. The mayor of Tampa says it's the water, not wind, that's the focus as Hurricane Ian approaches. Mayor Jane Castor says the main goal is to move away from water and remaining in a house will offer no protection against tidal surges that could top 15 feet. The Category 3 storm has maximum winds of 120 miles an hour, about 250 miles south of the Gulf Coast. Airline passengers not the only ones fed up with flight delays. Southwest Airlines employees in Dallas are holding a protest at Love Field, with flight delays being one of their issues. A new report finds that President Biden's Department of Homeland Security has released nearly 1.3 million illegal immigrants into the U.S. over the past year. The Center for Immigration Studies data shows the number exceeds the resident populations of Wyoming, Vermont, Alaska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Delaware, Rhode Island, and Montana. This is SRN News. Viewers are raving about Uncle Tom, too. I came out of the theater stunned. Everything I believed and was taught was complete and malicious lie. This film has the potential to wake people up and change the course of America. Viewers who watch the first Uncle Tom are even more impacted by Uncle Tom, too. Uncle Tom was terrific. Uncle Tom, too, was nothing short of amazing. It's completely shocking in some parts, gut-punching in others. You've got to see this movie. Uncle Tom, too, by executive producer Larry Elder and filmmaker Justin Malone. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Everyone should share this with their family and friends, and it should be required viewing in every school across the country. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today at SalemNow.com. Available by stream or DVD. Uncle Tom 2 at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. <laughs> That is so cool. Wow. Is wonder in you? The goal is to remind people, even if it's just for a second, how they saw the world before it became ordinary. It's wonder that inspires magician Nate Staniforth. I'm using magic to give people that sense of wonder. Whoa, dude. Whoa. 
You can find wonder everywhere. Wonder, it's in me. Wonder is in me. And wonder is in you. Now, pass it on from passiton.com. My mom is a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction, plus the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-741-9778 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, running or not. Call 800-741-9778. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early, like they did with my mom. Donate today, 800-741-9778. That's 800-741-9778. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor. Ground Zero. You take a moment of your time to again tell you that the powers that be, the technocrats, want to scare you again. Talking about a new pandemic that may be on the horizon. Scientists are warning of a 
new COVID-like virus called Costa-2, originating from a Russian bat, it's believed to be capable of infecting humans and would be resistant to current vaccines. How convenient. There's nothing you can do to prevent this from coming. It's like what Bill Gates said. He said, oh, the next one that's coming, we won't be able to handle because it's going to be too out of control. Well, to alleviate some of the fears and to talk about the background of all of this, uh, we, uh, we have decided to bring on uh, amazing guests. Uh, of course, many of you know Dr. Kevin McCarron. Uh, he's a, a neuroscientist with over 20 years of experience. He's been on the program before to talk about COVID and blood and all that. Charles Rixley is a member of Drastic, a group of international scientists and researchers investigating the origins of SARS-CoV-2 and the COVID-19 pandemic. We're trying to, I guess, unravel this story, as we said, that uh, this Costa-1 and Costa-2 had uh, uh, been found two years ago, and they'd just been holding it in tandem, waiting for a great time to release it again, I guess, and uh, again create a plandemic or a scamdemic. Uh, we were uh, talking uh, about uh, how it affects people, if it affects people, all the spillover, the zoonosis, all of that involved with this and whether or not it's going to become a threat. Of course, Dr. McCarran says it's not going to be a threat. And Charles Rixley, my guest tonight, was breaking down uh, the whole concept of what is happening here. Uh, even though we see this as, um, you know, a threat that's been talked about, that they put out this report, uh, is there any way that they could take something as simple as Costa 2 and force multiply it in a lab somewhere and release it? Uh, and, and, and I mean, we know of the gain-of-function exercises that are now putting Dr. Fauci under investigation. What are your thoughts on that? Charles, if I may, uh, just quickly. Um, no, um, it's become abundantly clear over the last two and a half years that we're not only dealing with out-of-control government programs that um, poured billions of dollars into these laboratories, not just in China, but across the globe, that are essentially covers for um, next generation biowarfare, I would argue. Um, please, Charles, if you disagree, jump in and um, stop me. But um, at, at this point, what we know about the pathophysiology that's associated with SARS-CoV-2, I want to get this point home. Um, it's not a benign virus. That it, I would argue that it has been manipulated in very specific ways and they've geared the technology, as it were, in the realm of what's technically described as incapacitating agents to leverage uh, long-term disease mechanisms that ambiguate the relationship between exposure to the pathogen and the peptides that they're forcing people to express right now via the, uh, how should we say, forced medical countermeasures. And we're, we're in a situation where because we were able to pick that up and apply pressure when they wanted to push the zoonosis paradigm, that they would, I would argue that they would try anything and everything to cover their tracks and obfuscate again um, any investigations that were, that are ongoing by the public, um, and you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I just want to again reiterate: do not do not take these things lightly. Um, it's great if you have come into contact with it and it's had minimal impact, but you must remember that there is um, a, a large cohort of people that have been impacted. The um, the all-cause mortality continues to rise, yet they're labeling it as non-COVID-related. 
I might beg to differ with respect to those figures. Um, Charles, I don't know if you wanted to jump in at that point. Uh, well, definitely the, right now, at this current moment, is a very dangerous time because if the, what the evidence points to is true and that it's not natural, then wherever it came from, the, the people that put this together, they know that exposure is, is going to be the end <laughs> for them. So there's, there's no incentive for them to hold back. There's no incentive for them to um, try to ease their way into the truth because if it really is what it appears to be, they're going to be held accountable. And there's, I, when when your back's against the wall, um, that's when you're most dangerous. And well, what couldn't they, really, couldn't they, but couldn't they make it like look like a crime against humanity from Russia? Since, again, like I said, you know, they won't call it the Chinese flu, but they will call it the Russian flu. Obviously, won't they? Right. Don't you think that's that's in the that's in the ballpark of reasonable? They would certainly turn this into another way to blame Russia for the for the evils of the world. Yes, absolutely. However, one of the main things I'm working on right now is compiling evidence to ensure that they they can't counter with something like that. And I think the evidence is is very compelling. So I I, I we're we're anticipating that basically, and what we need to do is not a we need to immediately immediately attack any any suggestions like that. And we're doing it because at the beginning of the pandemic, there was very little um, disagreement or people or back talk or, or, or people arguing over it in public. Now, even with censorship, you're getting scientists fighting back and forth anytime new information comes out. So I, I, I'm confident that we're not gonna let them get away with just blatantly like making up something again because right. there's well, enough I mean, evidence now to tell right the first the first feet in the door are you two on this program so i think that's uh, laudable in a lot of respects uh, to come on this program and to warn people of what is transpiring now and we're giving you the heads up early as we usually do on ground zero tonight charles rixey with us a member of drastic we've uh, enjoyed uh, his commentary and also Do dr kevin mccarran uh, tonight on ground zero remember they're going to have a webinar it's going to be october the 29th 2 p.m and aftermath.media in the library so sign up and uh, you have to be a premium member to attend October 29th, Saturday, 2 p.m., a webinar with Dr. Kevin McCarran and other interesting and formidable doctors that are going to be an experts. We're going to talk about this situation. 503-225-0860. We'll be back. Don't go away.
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's that time of the year again. Pollen in the air, smoke in the air from all the fires. Well, you can purify the air in your home and get healthy, clean, fresh-smelling air. Eliminate odors, kill mold, mildew, and bacteria and viruses. You do it with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. It uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules into the air, which seek out odors and air pollutants in your home and destroys them. It doesn't mask or cover up bad odors and pollutants. It eliminates them. It's called the Thunderstorm because it purifies the air in your home and provides you with pure, fresh air just like after a thunderstorm. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for a whole home protection. You'll get three units for under $200. That's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. You can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you need a clean, fresh air place. This is a special offer, and you're getting three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code CLYDE3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code CLYDE3. Shipping is free. You know, one of our favorite sponsors is Get the Tea, and they have a great selection of organic, non-GMO supplements and delicious teas made right here in the United States. And since I've been drinking Life Change Tea, I've got more energy. It is a game changer, you know. And the right blend of all natural herbs are especially formulated to get things moving, and it helps keep your colon healthy. Check out their website, newly designed to make ordering quick and easy. Go to getthetea.com for September-only you just enter in discount code CLYDE32, and you'll receive a bottle of Alley Beats for just $32. You can save now because this product contains allicin, beetroot powder, D3, zinc, and vitamin C. Alley Beats will help maintain your blood pressure and supercharge your immune system. Now, remember, for September only, it's just $32, and you got to put in the discount code CLYDE32. 32. Not available in stores. You must go to getthetea.com and use discount code Clyde and the number 32. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up, MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian health care sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget.
Karen's with us tonight on Ground Zero. And we also have with us Charles Rixey. We're talking about Costa 2, which is a uh, a new scare that they're throwing at us again, this time from a Russian horseshoe bat. Talking about spillover and zoonosis. I want to put that on hold for just a second because I know that we want to get into some other uh, stuff in the next hour. But I wanted to talk, uh, a Doctor, about uh, some stuff I read a while back. And I did a show about it, and I wanted to ask you about it. But uh, I don't know if you've heard these stories about embalmers and uh, funeral directors that are mm -hmm. saying now that they're finding uh, strange clots in some of the people that have come in uh, that have died, saying that these clots that they're forming do not have in them iron, potassium, and magnesium. So they suggest they're coming from something other than blood. And there was a young man uh, who was, I think, from Ohio. Uh, he had to. He was on a football team. He had to stop playing football. His football career was put on hold because uh, it's junior lineman. He had six feet of blood clots removed from his legs uh, because of, apparently, and, and they're saying it had something to do with the vaccine. Could you give us uh, a little bit of indication as to what may be going on with the idea that we're seeing clots that don't have potassium, magnesium, or iron in them? Yeah, um, this is a phenomenon that was noted in the literature um, very early on and is a consequence of the toxic epitopes, meaning the just parts of exposed protein that are part of SARS-CoV-2 and the, I'll try to be sort of YouTube friendly, the medical countermeasures. And what's happening is these are um, amyloid f fibrils, I guess, for want of a better expression, that are building up so what's amyloid amyloid is a uh, it covers a bunch of proteins but they're misfolded proteins that stick together to form ligamas and these ligamas are associated with many many um, diseases uh, depending on the system in which they occur the anatomical system and yeah yeah what we're seeing right now is the physical manifestation and I, I would be very careful about saying it's just the uh, the shots that they're doing that, that's mm. causing this. It might be a combination of the virus and the intervention they're making. We know that blood clots occur with the virus itself as well. Um, the question is, who who is susceptible? And in this instance, I would um, I would just try to remind people that you know biology is a very um, complex and elaborate landscape and some people are going to be more susceptible than others and you know the analogy i give is hay fever some people mm -hmm. get terrible hay fever some people just don't it, it's not an issue at all um and you know the look i i'll put this out on national radio i'm in a position to properly analyze these samples i'm trying to get them locally right now if someone has some they would like to me to do the mass spectrometry on them. Um, I'm more than happy to do this. I would be careful of listening to um, quacks who are pushing the idea that this is some kind of um, nanotechnology that's building up in your body. It's a well understood uh, biological phenomenon um, that's being leveraged again is in a. Um, I, I would say th these are these are Charles' words actually, which is. Um, this this is de facto biological warfare because you're dealing with these agents whether whether it was intended or not we're just in that situation right now and i'm inclined 
to listen to someone like Charles who has the decades of experience in uh, in a biowarfare environment and you know the again uh, be very very careful Charles, uh, isn't it difficult? Uh, I know that we had uh, a situation here in the Northwest, the Bhagwan Rajneesh, where they tried to uh, poison people uh, using a salad bar. Isn't it difficult to try and figure out uh, a biological attack? Isn't that the most difficult thing to try and trace? Yes. There's a lot of reasons to, that evolve the different uh, WMD types, whether it be nuclear, chemical, or biological. The biological has the greatest range of possibilities and the the most room to grow and it's the hardest to forensically trace and the, now the the case the that you're talking about i believe it was 83 or 84 mm-hmm. they they basically sprayed i think it was salmonella on on salad bars and the only reason they caught it is because it, there was enough of a of an amount of it that right. it was it became bigger than what you would normally see and there's they didn't, assume, they didn't assume it until somebody said it could have been a, a chemical or a biological attack nobody assumed it until somebody brought it up right well because because that's not the first thing that you think of right now with with COVID 19 what i can say is that it was the first thing <laughs> that a lot of people were thinking of but i, I had I had just left the Marine Corps in 2018, but in talking to my buddies in early 2020, it, w- it was de facto, we assumed that it was a lab leak as the null hypothesis. There was no, because there was no reason not to think that that was the most likely explanation. Right. Because that's exactly what we, when we plan and we, when I advise commanders on, on threats and do uh, threat assessments, that's exactly what we would how we would analyze that situation, and so the fact that it was done differently is a stark. It was immediately obvious to us that somebody was did not want to uh, go into that realm when it was the right. obvious answer. Yeah, because it traced to important people. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I would just add that there has been a concerted effort from uh, from the highest levels to direct the conversation away from initially from lab leak right the idea that um you know this it's man impinging on the environment it was all it's all something that could be put under the green eco-fascism that permeates everything right now too um to now them conceding that it is likely lab origin event now is anybody listening that's the question i hear this all the time and i'm thinking you know here we have you and we have charles we have others who have been saying this and i say it and now they're confirming it but no one's willing to believe it you've got jeffrey sachs you've got jeffrey sachs okay yeah and i'm sure you know who he is literally going around now saying this i would argue as a form of damage control again because what they're trying to do is to stop people looking at what is the extent of these programs and how much they sit in the biological warfare realm and they don't they don't want you talking about that component well they, they they did the same thing with mk naomi when they were doing tests on soldiers and doing tests on uh absolutely other people so i mean it's it's 
it, it's it's the it's the least known uh, secret operation that was carried out by the military. I mean, if you look up MK Naomi, no one's going to figure out what it was about. But it was about testing chemical weapons on people, about testing syphilis on people, and a number of other horrendous diseases. And it seems that uh, MK Naomi is, is is kind of having a comeback now. And uh, we know who's behind it, and they want to. Uh, open an investigation against Dr. Fauci. We're going to get into that a little bit coming up on Ground Zero. If you have any questions or you'd like to comment, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Tonight, we have the pleasure of having Dr. Kevin McCarran on the program and Charles Rixey, both professionals and an amazing show. Stay tuned for another riveting hour. We're going to be back with more. Keep it here on Ground Zero. Don't go away. on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Sean, what are you doing? Get in my car. So why are you walking to work? <sighs> Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They're draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Oh, wait. You're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200. Wow, that's serious cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WINNING for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code WINNING. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WINNING for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code WINNING. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family.
breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Tasha Stevens. His outer bands already touching the Florida Peninsula. Hurricane Ian churning towards possible landfall Wednesday with at least 130 mile an hour winds. National Hurricane Center senior specialist John Kangliosi says as of now, Ian is forecast to be a category three when he makes landfall. The maximum winds could be near or over 100 miles per hour right where it makes landfall. Rainfall amounts we're expecting somewhere in southwest or west central Florida to see near 20 inches of rain. And there's going to be a widespread region of around 10 inches and surge. There could be peaks around 10 feet. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the state is ready with National Guard and other rescue personnel. We have 5,000 National Guardsmen that are activated. We've got 2,000 additional Guardsmen from other states. And I know Jim's been talking uh, with other states uh, you know, to help us with, with even more assets. We do have our urban search and rescue teams activated. We have three additional teams on standby ready to deploy. Over 20 lawmakers want to know why 25 to 30 armed FBI agents entered a Catholic pro-life activist Mark Halk's home while his kids were present. In an open letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, Representative Chip Roy of Texas said the FBI better have an extraordinary reason for arresting him the way they allegedly did. A new report finds that President Biden's Department of Homeland Security has released nearly 1.3 million illegal immigrants into the U.S. over the course of the past year. The Center for Immigration Studies says that the number exceeds the resident populations of various states, more than Wyoming, Vermont, Alaska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Delaware, Rhode Island, and Montana. More on these stories at townhall.com. Thank the pain relief. It's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. A new poll shows Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott is leading his Democratic opponent, Beto O'Rourke, by seven points in the state's gubernatorial race with only six weeks left before Election Day. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has more. The Texas Hispanic Policy Foundation poll found that 51 percent of likely voters plan to vote for Abbott, while 44 percent intend to vote for O'Rourke. Abbott's lead increases to 10 percent among voters who said they will almost certainly vote in November's election. Nearly every Democrat and Republican plan to vote in line with their party affiliation, with 94% of Republicans backing Abbott and 95% of Democrats supporting O'Rourke. However, Abbott held a 28-point lead over O'Rourke among respondents who identified as independents. An Emerson College The Hill poll released on Tuesday showed Abbott leading O'Rourke by eight points. Bernie Bennett reporting. A prototype all-electric plane took its first flight on Tuesday morning. If certified, it could become the first all-electric commercial airplane. News and analysis at townhall.com. 
Some Detroit residents are told to stay inside earlier on Tuesday morning as police searched for a shooter. Someone opened fire around 1.30 in the morning on Detroit's west side, hitting a trooper in an undercover narcotics operation, say Michigan State Police. That trooper was critically wounded. Police had been moving people out of an apartment complex earlier during the surveillance operation. Then when the trooper was shot, warned residents to stay inside while they searched for the shooter or shooters. Two suspects in a vehicle were pulled over. An apartment in the area where the shooting happened was searched. Police say bullet casings were found. The shooting still being investigated. Authorities say the officer's condition has now stabilized, but he will likely require surgery. I'm Rita Foley. U.S. consumers appear to grow more confident for the second month, this despite gas prices beginning to increase once again. More on these stories at townhall.com.
hinted a bit of something called MK Naomi, which, of course, there's not much. There's not much to say about it, only there are many instances in history where we can look at military forces that uh, were involved with using chemical weapons on, on human subjects. And one particular instance stands out is back in 1968, February of 1968. Military forces raid rockets, napalm, and bombs uh, on bombs uh, on the village of Ben Tre in South Vietnam. And the rockets, napalm, and bombs uh, killed hundreds of civilians. Uh, Peter Arnett, who was an Associated Press reporter, quoted a military officer's justification of the event. Of the, event. the uh, military officer said, quote, it became necessary to destroy the town in order to save it. Now, Peter Arnett is a Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter, and he was one of the last Western journalists in Saigon until it's captured in 1975. He never revealed the source of the quote which a lot of U.S. officials doubted was authentic. Nevertheless, the quote, which eventually morphed into the pithier, we had to destroy the village in order to save it, became a symbol of an absurd military strategy in the Vietnam War. And while the reasoning is absurd, destroying a town is no way to save it. The ethics that underpin the quote are surprisingly common and convey a simple and popular idea. A wrong, evil, or unjust action can be moral, morally justifiable because it ultimately brings about a greater good. A man who supports this type of attitude is Dr. Anthony Fauci, who recently offered his justification for the government's pandemic response, which included lockdowns, widespread business closures, and other draconian public policies. He said something similar. He said, you have to do something that's rather draconian, and sometimes when you do draconian things, it has collateral negative consequences. Just like when you shut things down, even temporarily, it does have deleterious consequences on the economy, on the school children. You have to find a balance, he said. Now, we all know that science is largely an ongoing process of experiments, trial and error, whether man-made or naturally occurring. We test hypotheses in the face of uncertainty. It's not a unified, established, fixed set of facts. What it does have, it, it consists of thousands of individuals all over the world, often working independently, dispensing valuable and vital information. But the oppression and the censorship of all the information about COVID-19 has always been suspicious. It's been the stance of Dr. Fauci, also his hubris as being the chief scientist in charge of all things COVID. But now he's retiring and he faces backlash for how he handled the COVID-19 crisis. And many believe that he needs to stand trial for crimes against humanity. Another part of what we were talking about tonight on Ground Zero with my guest, Dr. Kevin McCarran and uh, Charles Rixey tonight on the program. And I wanted to get into this because of, of course, the, the hubris of Dr. Fauci and how many people feel he needs to stand trial uh, for crimes against humanity. And the SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19 uh, situation, as we have developed and talked about on this program, was a weapons program. Now, what can you tell us about Dr. Fauci's part in covering up this weapons program? Who wants to take this first? <laughs> Charles, be my guest. Go ahead, yeah. Charles. So, uh, if, if people don't know, I've, I've really researched three things for the most part during the last two and a half years. And the, the first one and the biggest one is censorship. And um, so, oh, man. 
it's kind of even hard to know where to begin because where we are, the point where we're at in terms of the evidence is so far ahead of where the public discussion is. And one thing that I want to say is that Congress is aware of more than they've said. And they're aware of, like, Drastic, myself, others. We've worked with various groups and various bodies and legislatures in different countries, but in particular with the congressional investigations, because I, I really believe that I think whatever's going to have to happen is going to have to happen here. And part of that is because Anthony Fauci sits at the nexus of everything that has to do with this pandemic. And and the reality is, is that he, he, he is responsible for all of the major decisions that have been made. And what we've found, or, I mean, what, what I've kind of come to based off of my accumulation of the evidence, it, it's, I mean, it, I don't really have another word for it besides disturbing. But the bottom line is, is that yes, he made decisions at the very beginning of the pandemic that did two things. One, it exacerbated, it made the coming pandemic worse. And it also made the, the long-term damage worse. And by that, I'm referring to long COVID because he, he instituted censorship at the very beginning. And there were two things that he wanted to censor. One was the pure and cleavage site and the other was some inserts that were similar to um, elements of the HIV virus. And those two things by themselves drove the course of this pandemic. And he, he didn't just do it by himself. He, he censored this in coordination with scientists from several countries around the world, all the leading Western nations, in fact. Plus, uh, he wrangled in a number of, uh, well, you look at the, uh, pl the platforms for social media. You look at uh, even, even today, if you uh, talk about uh, or have something that's uh, chronicled on YouTube, you mention COVID and immediately uh, you're told that you can't post things or you get strikes for posting things like that. You post something on uh, Facebook and they tell you to go to their COVID-19 information to, to basically ward off anyone who's they say is giving out false information. And all of it is is. It, it doesn't have any substance. It continually misleads people. It's 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 definitely something that, uh, looking back uh, in the next five years or so, we're gonna look back and we're gonna say, boy, there are a lot of things we did wrong, and Dr. Fauci was the head of all that. Everything that he did was covered in wrong sauce. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. Love for you to call into the program tonight. A lot of questions, I'm sure, right here on Ground Zero. Don't go away.
Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534. Or visit United Gold Group. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's right, free. The smartest way to hire. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hey, the Ground Zero online merchandise store is now under new management with an expanded variety of high-quality items. Hi, it's Clyde, and I'm really excited to let you know about these big changes. In addition to our regular apparel, such as T-shirts, beanies, hoodies, and hats, we have expanded our product line with posters, flags, aprons, mugs, and so much more. And we now have our own publishing section, so shop today at our official store by going to GroundZeroMerch.com. Again, that's GroundZeroMerch.com. You know, one of our favorite sponsors is Get the Tea, and they have a great selection of organic, non-GMO supplements and delicious teas made right here in the United States. And since I've been drinking Life Change Tea, I've got more energy. It is a game changer, you know. And the right blend of all natural herbs are especially formulated to get things moving, and it helps keep your colon healthy. Check out their website, newly designed to make ordering quick and easy. Go to getthetea.com for September-only you just enter in discount wow. code Clyde32, and you'll receive a bottle of Alley Beats for just $32. You can save now because this product contains allicin, beetroot powder, D3, zinc, and vitamin C. Alley Beats will help maintain your blood pressure and supercharge your immune system. Now, remember, for September only, it's just $32, and you got to put in the discount code Clyde32. 32. Not available in stores. You must go to getthetea.com and use discount code Clyde and the number 32. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, especially now during this challenging season, with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up, MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call... You can
Dr. Kevin McCarran and Charles Rixey are my guests tonight on Ground Zero. <coughs> Talking about uh, Dr. Fauci and uh, the fact that uh, there are a number of people that uh, are certainly ready to file charges against Dr. Fauci uh, as he prepares to retire. If you remember, Dr. Fauci previously testified under oath of the National Institutes of Health Never funded gain-of-function research coronaviruses at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. This is fake. This is false. It's not true. He lied. And that alone is uh, bringing up a lot of ugly, uh, you know, a lot of ugliness with regards to how this was handled. And tonight, a lot of commentary on, on uh, this situation. We wanted to get to that commentary later in the show because it's certainly, I mean, a lot of data was covered up. Uh, plus, uh, there was a lot of uh, other things uh for example, uh, what is an indication here that then uh, I was reading, and I can't remember offhand where I was reading this, and I kind of hinted at I was talking about a B-movie with a binary weapon system. How is it that we're dealing with a binary weapon system with regard to COVID-19? Because it does feel like uh, what would be, I, I don't know, a time-release system or a system that thinks or a technology that thinks. Who would like to address the issue of this being a binary weapon? I think either one of us could. Uh, if you okay. want to take that, Kevin. Um, I'll just, uh, I'll let you define what the binary weapon is and um, how, how that could have been. And it, uh, I'll interject if I feel. Um, okay. This, this is your turn, okay. sir. All right. So, uh, in modern warfare like in strategy, the way that you would employ um, WMD, ever since World War II, that it's always been thought of that, that you would do it uh, more than one in, in concurrently. So if you had a nuclear strike or actually if you had a, a chemical weapons strike that was aimed at uh, yeah, well, now I'm going to draw a blank. I'll, I'll just quickly interject. In, in the modern context, <clears throat> if you want to deploy an agent that has higher efficacy, and we'll use SARS-CoV-2 as an example, that we can, we can or, or the planning would be that you would release a transmissible agent and have another that you would, you would continue to expose the population to. And in this sense, this is the medical countermeasure that they're mandating for people. And the big question has to be, why, why are they transfecting people with the original Wuhan spike right now, which we know is problematic with respect to its epitopes? And, and, and I guess from there is that like Charles can speak to the strategy. Would, well, first of all, would cost it to be like that binary substance if they were to say, okay, if it if it spills over and combines with SARS-CoV-2, we're looking at a completely and utterly uh, devastating uh, pandemic with regards to this, with no end in sight, no help, no vaccine, no medicines. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think they need to to use Costa Two with that. They're they have they've discovered thousands of coronaviruses, uh, many of which were never published, and that's just the ones we know about from China. That's not including what the United States or anybody else has ever found. And they can mix and match dangerous pieces and put them in there. So I don't think they need Costa 2 specifically. I think that's more just a distraction. But what, he, what Kevin was just saying about the 
the the fact that you would and, and this is where I've like I've struggled as an as an American as somebody who who fought for this country and to to look at everything that's happened like I, I really struggle with like what what is the intent and and all of that and especially with the censorship because that was I mean I, I went and fought in Iraq to so that those people could be free, you know, regardless of whatever circumstances were. I mean, when, when we were in Anbar province and they were, people were wanting to vote, it was because they wanted freedom and they understood the, the value of that. Um, and so for me to come back home and see that our own government is, or just one party of our government or the deep state is, is, doing so many things all at once it it's horrific and that but that that all at once being this these bio warfare programs this is what's so right. disturbing so, exactly because because he, he's absolutely right that he, i i mean i i i've done a lot of research and i cannot think of a of a justifiable reason why you would have used the spike protein from the original wuhan strain inside the vaccine because I went back and I did research going back two decades and I found 40 studies where the vaccine research center that, that partnered with Moderna on the, on the shot run or run by Fauci, they never retained the furin cleavage site. They never kept in these prion-like domains or these, these other epitopes that, that, that would be bad. And they knew it, and and you can look at the historical record and show they always remove these things right. until 2020 in January, and it makes no sense. In fact, since then they've since reverted back to where they are removing all those things after the science has shown that it's bad. So I have no idea what I, I can't think of a good reason, and that, that terrifies me. What do you think? What do you think stands out the most as the biggest crime that Dr. Fauci has uh, has committed? Because it just seems to me that, you know, there are all yeah. sorts of things being thrown at him. What is the biggest thing you think stands out here? Well, uh, other than that, because I do, what they made intentional decisions to to keep those things in there. But the other thing that they did was the censorship, because what what nobody has realized. And what I've been trying to raise awareness about recently is that they learned about the furin cleavage site, which, by the way, is the thing that makes this so virulent and also makes it more effective via aerosol transmission. I mean, but they knew about that by January 13th. And it's important because that was a week before China even admitted or announced that it was transmissible between humans. Right. And so a week before that, they knew it was one of the most pathogenic things that had ever that they'd ever seen before in human history. They knew that and they kept it silent for two months until they could control the narrative with uh, some papers that came out. And no one knows this yet. No, like nobody has has not reached the consciousness of the public. Well, not not only that, but the terror campaign that they instituted on YouTube. It's quite a, quite interesting how no one could express their opinions on YouTube. But then you look at YouTube and uh, China was sending or we were seeing all these videos of people vomiting blood in the streets and uh, being thrown to the ground and handcuffed. And uh, 
other people just dropping dead, standing where they are. None of that happened here in the United States with the COVID that we saw. But apparently they were using that to terrify people into getting the vaccine. Right. But basically, the bottom line is, is that, and there's so many, there's so much collateral damage of the word that you used. There's so much that goes into that. But right at the very beginning, they could have instituted a travel ban three and a half weeks early or two or three weeks earlier than they ultimately did. But they didn't because Fauci didn't tell anyone that they knew how transmissible it was. They could have done it like it, they may have actually been able to prevent what happened afterwards or at least vastly reduce the spread. And so yeah. that right there, that one decision alone is a crime against humanity. What I didn't understand, and, and it's just amazing to me, was that, you know, Dr. Fauci was the evil demon that was speaking on behalf of HIV and AIDS. And for some reason, he's our Lord and Savior when it comes to SARS-CoV-2. I shook my head and I thought, people do not learn from history. They just don't. Dr. Kev McCarran with us on Ground Zero and Charles Rixey. By the way, we're filling the phones now. We have a few lines open if you want to call and ask questions. Get in now. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We'll be back. SRN News. I'm Tasha Stevens. Preparations are underway as Hurricane Ian zeroes in on Florida. Mandatory evacuation orders are in place for 12 counties statewide. The Florida Department of Health evacuating 15 hospitals and sending ambulances and support vehicles to areas where Ian will come ashore. Tampa International is shutting down. Orlando International will close later this morning. 5,000 Florida National Guardsmen and 2,000 Guardsmen from out of state have been activated. The Muhammad Ali Center is presenting a Lifetime Achievement Award to Anthony Fauci. This as Republicans prepare to open an investigation into his role in the COVID pandemic. The Ali Humanitarian Awards will be presented on Saturday, November 5th in Louisville. And the Senate voting to advance funding the government through mid-December as a Friday deadline looms. This is SRN News. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills and 
into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-936-5496. Can you repeat that? 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. That is so cool. Wow. Is wonder in you? The goal is to remind people, even if it's just for a second, how they saw the world before it became ordinary. It's wonder that inspires magician Nate Staniforth. I'm using magic to give people that sense of wonder. Whoa, dude. Whoa. You can find wonder everywhere. Wonder, it's in me. Wonder is in me. And wonder is in you. Now, pass it on from passiton.com. My mom is a a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction, plus the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-741-9778 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, running or not. Call 800-741-9778. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early, like they did with my mom. Donate today, 800-741-9778. That's 800-741-9778. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment. announcing a newly discovered COVID-like virus, and it has the potential to infect humans and resist our current vaccines. Wear a mask, maintain social distance in line. Self-isolate if you feel sick this time. Then things changed almost overnight. COVID-19 was a winning fight. So the educated drew a line in the sand. Close it down, they said, this is where we take a stand. Now you've got your flu shot. Will you stop giving him flu shots, man? We got a show to do. Oh, Quagmire. It's cool. It's cool. This is the doctor that killed Michael Jackson. Once upon a time, a man was attacked by a vampire bird. He was sucked to death. The vampire bird killed him at last. Bam! 
He's with us. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news during the break, but uh, kind of, uh, I guess, synchronicity, if you will. They just announced that Dr. Anthony Fauci is going to be honored with the Muhammad Ali Humanitarian Award. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> uh, we enjoyed that. <laughs> I just, man. Here we are just ripping on Fauci, and then they say, oh, they're going to honor him as being a humanitarian. And see, that's the thing. All of the characters that played a role in this whole COVID-19 situation, all the characters, Dr. Fauci uh, wondered why anybody would even consider him a savior to be followed in any of this. Bill Gates, who we afterwards found out that he spent a lot of time on Jeffrey Epstein's island and certainly telling us how to live our lives uh, and, and you know, pushing his vaccines on children in Malawi, put, uh, you know, having them get vaccines at gunpoint, sterilizing women in India. And, and yet you try to get out that information immediately. You're censored and you're opposed and you're told, get with the program. They know more than you do. And then, of course, people like you, Charles, and of course, uh, Dr. Kevin McCarran, you guys are told, no, you're not going to talk about these things. You're not going to bring these things up. And, you know, and Charles, you know, you have a, a, a very impressive military background and, you know, they, you know, people with military backgrounds like you, you're not stupid, you know, and, and of course, Dr. McCarran, you're not stupid either, but I'm just saying people are not, it, it's like, why do they do this? Why, what was the, what was the purpose? And, and are we wising up and will anything stick to Dr. Fauci? Well, Charles, uh, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've not been idle, and we're. <clears throat> my main frustration has been, in fact, I said in February of 2021 that we can't wait until January of 2023 after the midterm election to start holding people accountable. We have to start now, <clears throat> and so uh, to to be six weeks away from the 2022 election and and be in the same spot, as far as that goes, is, is distressing. But at the same time, there, the accountability is coming. I mean, as long as I'm alive, and uh, I actually, I, I just moved to DC. Um, mm -hmm. So, and there's a lot of things in progress, and there's a lot of evidence being compiled, and a lot of things, moving parts are, are, are being moved, because it, it it's it's time to to get down to business. So that's, I mean, I, I literally moved here to to be working on this. So, well, something needs to be done, and that's. I mean, now you know the gloves are off. I mean, 
what they 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 say well even when uh, joe biden said well the pandemic's over you know fauci has something to say about that uh they've lifted the mask wearing in most medical facilities but most medical facilities have something to say about that it is it has been so terribly uh contrived and they've created so much fear that people aren't going to remove their masks medical facilities aren't going to change their mask wearing statuses they're going to cherry pick through this until they can prove that something needs to be done as a political statement or some other statement to continue this whole idea of separating us and keeping <clears throat> us from living our lives normally i mean well the good news is well the good or bad news depending on what side of it you're on is that by by censoring everything when you do have censorship like that it creates this false reality mm-hmm. but eventually actual reality um gets up against that because you can't because people get to the point where they can see what's right in front of their face when they're being told the opposite and they know it's it's bs right. and we're when we're right about there and so what but the problem is is that what, what fauci has done above everything we've already talked about is he has basically ensured that the sciences as a whole are about to lose all of their credibility. He's basically destroyed science for a generation because once this actually comes out. He considers himself all science. If you question me, you're questioning science. I thought, what hubris? How can anyone have that much hubris and be and be looked upon as somebody who is uh, honorable? He's he's oh my god! I could just say so many horrible things about that man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, Kevin is a scientist, and I've, I've almost everybody that I talk to now is is a scientist, and <laughs> it breaks my heart to know that all of them are going to suffer because even in the best case scenario where the truth comes out. He has totally destroyed the trust and the bond that over a couple of generations has been built in scientists. It, it's going to be absolutely evaporated. And by, and to be honest, I mean, they're going to deserve it. But at the same time, 98% of scientists weren't involved with this. And uh, I'll, just, I'll just add, though, Charles, there were, there were many who understood what were going on, what was going on. And I would... I would make the argument that most of those should be removed from their positions. Oh yeah. Um, once, once the truth, really, once, once this uh, napalm canister hits target, um, right. we need a massive restructuring of our organisations, a cleaning out, as it were, and a lot of people who have, you know, built reputations on on supposedly scientific purity failed not purity purity is the wrong wrong word but scientific um credibility failed well i would say they need to stop throwing around grants for suck-ups that's basically it if you're a suck-up you don't get a grant you've got to show that your grant is going to mean something that's going to benefit science rather than sucking up to these morons who are going to continue to oppress us and that's the thing is that you know it's all good for the in crowd to jump on board to get a grant but in the end we suffer because no one understands that some scientists are just in it for the money for the Fauci paid off a ton of scientists hey, for this right so, at the beginning yeah, 503-225-0860 503-225-0860 Dr. Kevin McCarran's with us and Charles Rixey taking your calls coming up right here on Ground Zero don't go away I'm excited to
It's that time of the year again. Pollen in the air, smoke in the air from all the fires. Well, you can purify the air in your home and get healthy, clean, fresh-smelling air. Eliminate odors, kill mold, mildew, and bacteria and viruses. You do it with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. It uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules into the air, which seek out odors and air pollutants in your home and destroys them. It doesn't mask or cover up bad odors and pollutants. It eliminates them. It's called the Thunderstorm because it purifies the air in your home and provides you with pure, fresh air just like after a thunderstorm. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for a whole home protection. You'll get three units for under $200. That's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. You can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you need a clean, fresh air place. This is a special offer, and you're getting three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code CLYDE3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code CLYDE3. Shipping is free. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-568-2790. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-568-2790. That's 800-568-2790. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. You know, one of our favorite sponsors is Get the Tea, and they have a great selection of organic, non-GMO supplements and delicious teas made right here in the United States. And since I've been drinking Life Change Tea, I've got more energy. It is a game changer, you know. And the right blend of all natural herbs are especially formulated to get things moving, and it helps keep your colon healthy. Check out their website, newly designed to make ordering quick and easy. Go to getthetea.com for September-only you just enter in discount code CLYDE32, and you'll receive a bottle of Alley Beats for just $32. You can save now because this product contains allicin, beetroot powder, D3, zinc, and vitamin C. Alley Beats will help maintain your blood pressure and supercharge your immune system. Now, remember, for September only, it's just $32, and you got to put in the discount code CLYDE32. Not available in stores. You must go to getthetea.com and use discount code Clyde and the number 32. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. 
MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, especially now during this challenging season, with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up, MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call... Zero three two two five zero eight sixty. Dr. Kevin McCarron with us and Charles Brixley. We're going to go to the calls now. A lot of people waiting for a while, patiently to talk to these gentlemen. Let's go to Chris in the UK. Hi, Chris. You're on Ground Zero. Hi, Clyde. How how are you? Hope you're well. Thank you. Um, yeah. First, I wanted to uh, make sure everybody knows that uh, you know the, the doctor and and his friends have quite a, a large community that's fighting a good fight out there and trying to bring the truth to what's happening to us. Um, and second thing I want to ask Kevin is that uh, if things are the way that we think they are, and and both I think you and I both have these ideas in our head that it might be as bad as we. We think it could be. What do you think the future holds a year away from now and five years away from now if we don't do something to stop this? Um, if we don't, if we don't step up right now, I, I, in simple terms, in, in one word, tyranny, tyranny across every aspect of your life that will use the facade of scientism as a shield and cudgel to beat you into place um if again we we stop it now or um it's uh, it's a dreadful dreadful fall from grace i would argue how is this how is it how is this any different than what happened in world war ii with the with germany um I mean, it's a purposeful uh, directed planned out attack on on human beings in a in a in a large sense it's just it's the it's scope and the technology it's the scope and the technology that they can bring to bear right now and they've they've got decades and decades of psychological research on people behavioral data um and anything and everything can be leveraged in this environment um let me uh chris if you want to look into something if you you know what you're talking about with germany look up the t4 yeah. program T4 you'll you'll have you'll have your answers in the T4 program. That was the uh, that was the also, program that was instigated by by Hitler and his men. Yeah, I, I did want to ask Kevin if he. I know he's got some upcoming experiments going. Can he mention that? What he might be doing here in the next few weeks? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. And actually, I would um, make an appeal right now to anyone that's listening to this. If you want to get some faith back into the scientific process come come watch and support um science being done in real time i will i will stream everything live so you can see experiments being done on these medical countermeasures that have been uh, unleashed and let's let's see if the because it's a hypothesis that this um this amyloid this prion mad cow like um <laughs> weapon 
I'll, yeah. I'll use those terms right now. I don't think there's any need to beat around the bush. Let's see if we can we can recapitulate those in a reproducible manner. And I'm pretty sure that we will. And if we do and they do not stop in, in light of that kind of evidence and in light of the evidence that people like Charles have managed to accrue, um, then again, we're, we're at a... We're at a very dangerous uh, inflection point in history. Thank yep. you, Chris, for your call. We really appreciate you calling. And remember, Saturday, October the 29th at 2 p.m., there'll be a webinar that'll be taking place at the Aftermath.media library. Remember, you have to be a premium subscriber to attend. We've, we're going to have many of these where people can come in and they will answer your questions in panel form. They will have panels and you'll be able to see uh, these uh, wonderful individuals give their information to you privately in the library at aftermath.media. Let's go to Juliet Montana. Hi, Juliet. You're on Ground Zero. Go ahead. Hi, Clyde. Um, I just want to ask a question, uh, somewhat of a medical-type question, that is there a way to block or intercept uh, the SARS or the COVID or the BAT virus with either like ACE2 inhibitors or through the muscanaric or nicotinic pathways? Um Yes, for both. Um, Charles, you're you're the expert on countermeasures. Um, <laughs> uh, not nicotinic receptors, but there, there's actually, um, uh, and it kind of ties back to the censorship. There's actually a something called fusion inhibitors, which target a different part of the spike protein that's actually much more stable, much less likely to evolve, and one of the the terrible things that Fauci did was he censored awareness of those fusion inhibitors, uh, primarily because the reason that they work and the reason that they know is because they were discovered with HIV. And the, the parts of the virus that are most like HIV are the ones that we can target with fusion inhibitors and other things. And so in, Ch in China and other countries have already found ones that have worked and they've actually found ones that work as pan-coronavirus inhibitors against all coronaviruses that they found and HIV 1 and 2. And that's just one of the things that they've been developing that we were never told about. There was never offered, there was never researched here in the United States publicly. Well, yeah. it was researched and they hid it. I just, uh, sorry to interrupt the, the call yeah. as well. The, um, what's... What's so critical here is that they pushed the current gene transfection technologies in under the premise that there was no other uh, approach. They blocked exactly. early treatments. They had these fusion, peptide fusion inhibitors. I didn't even know about till Charles had done the research on them to dig them up. And there, people say to me, "Well, how can it be? How can it be biowarfare if they don't have an antidote?" They had an antidote. They had Correct. it. And they kept it hidden, or tried to keep it hidden, hoping that no one would go digging through the literature like Charles did. Yeah, they were using orphan uh, orphan drugs to take care of, like remdesivir and others, uh, which, of course, we talked about that on the show previously. Uh, we were talking about how uh, they do this. They sell you on the disease before they even sell you on the cure, and you call some strange number, and they, they tell you, oh, get a vaccine here, get a drug here. Let's go to Barb in Florida. Hey, Barb, you're on Ground Zero. Yeah, hi. Um, is, is this Greg Lewis or it's, is it's it Clyde? It's Clyde Lewis. Yeah, it's Clyde. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Clyde. Okay. I'm sorry about that. I'm a new listener. I am here from Minnesota. This is. I've been here a year now, and there was so much going on in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, uh -huh. and and the governor um, 
just didn't do much to to protect the citizens from all the mayhem. But I want to talk about the vaccine. I am so thankful that I never got it. I never got the jab. I was always leery of vaccines, uh, warned by a very good uh, practitioner, my um, (laughs) chiropractor. And he, he, he had workshops, and he taught us the risks in vaccines, period. And then when the um, COVID-19 came out, he he warned us against it. And he were, was very careful how, how we went about that. Were you in the risky was, age group? Pardon? Are you in the risky age group? I am. I'm 82. I have never gotten a vaccine shot. And I'm just, I'm now real. I just turned 83. Oh, my God. And I just... And I, yeah, yes, my awesome. God is right. <laughs> so I awesome. Feel, you know, I wish I could tell the whole world. And yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not against vaccines. I just, I've always been healthy. And I just, I am, I am so thankful. I'm uh, grateful for you, you. Thank you so much. It, yeah. And I'm, I, it is, it's dangerous. I don't recommend it for anybody. Uh, but uh, my, I had pressure to get it myself from so many places. And I said, no, I'm not getting this. Well, stick to your guns uh, and, uh, you know, I, yes. I appreciate you calling you the program. Too, Thank I you. Appreciate- oh, my okay, gosh. Bye. Fantastic. Yeah. Dr. Kevin McCarran with us, Charles Rixey. Where do we go again, uh, Dr. McCarran, to see you? McCarran Dojo, is that right? Yeah, McCarranDojo.com or WTYL.live. Um, I stream most days. I'm gearing up to do these experiments. Again, um, we need support to do this because this this is public science as, as it should be and com- completely transparent. Charles, thank you so much for being on the program as well. We really appreciate your expertise on these matters. Again, Saturday, October the 29th, 2 p.m. webinar at Aftermath.media. Sign up today. Get yourself a premium account so you can go into the library and spend some time with Dr. McCarran and other experts on these very important topics. Keep your mind where they can't get at it. Keep it at ground zero. We'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, I think we're off the air. Yeah. Um, Sponsors is Get the Tea, and they have a great selection of organic, non-GMO supplements and delicious teas made right here in the United States. And since I've been drinking Lightning's <laughs> Tea, I've got more energy. It is a game changer, you know. And the right blend of all natural herbs are especially formulated to get things moving, and it helps keep your colon healthy. Check out their website. Now, newly designed to make ordering quick and easy. Go to getthetea.com for September only. You just enter in discount code CLYDE32, and you'll receive a bottle of Alley Beats for just $32. You can save now because this product contains Allison. Uh, all right, I think that's the show over, Charles. Um, I think we can. I don't know. Do you want to hop out of this channel and use Zoom, or um, just quickly uh, wrap up? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're taking their um, call or not. But uh, I'll just I'll just switch over to our Skype, dude. So I'll hang this up. I'll call you back on Skype.
Is that okay? I don't know if you can hear me. All right, so, boom, boom. Uh, All right, just trying to have a quick final word. Um, Folks, I didn't know about this webinar being paid. I proposed a roundtable meeting. Um, I'm, uh, how should we say, I'm I'm not pleased about that. Um, I don't know, Uh, we'll have to have some uh, discussions uh, right now. All right, so I'll just keep chatting. But I think um, uh, it was a good stream. uh, And uh, Charles was great. Um, I think uh, that was his first go around on uh, national radio. Um, Let's just try and see if we can... And, um, yeah, let's uh, maybe record Roundtable and post later. I'll just stream it. <laughs> I'll just stream it. That's uh, I, I, Any paywalling of this information to me is uh, anathema, I'm afraid. Um, and the... Um, I don't know if they I'm not receiving anything from that and as far as I'm concerned the um this information is for the public everyone um lays in enough support anyway what I would do is uh, please um if you want to make GD Bakshi sing uh you can use GayPal uh off mccandojo.com and uh we have our tip jar and um i yeah i i will i will stream it um i don't know you know i i get it people have to make a living right and we're using um clyde's platform etc but i i think this is of such monumental importance to humanity that we're, we're it's incumbent upon us to do that and um i'm not sure if charles Charles is probably, um, let me try just calling on Zoom. I don't know if that calls him or not, but I'm trying. Yeah, it says outgoing call. Let's see. There we go. Boom. Boom. All right. Someone says that's a very good attitude to have and uncommon in the 21st century. That's off. Well, thank you. Uh, last one. But what I would say, uh, Charles, uh, yeah, it, it gets a bit uh, weird at the end because you don't know what's going on. I was trying to message you. Um, it kind of cuts off, but bravo, sir. Uh, good effect on target. Yeah, I wish, uh, I wish there was more 
time for calls because because I'm actually kind of interested to know get to, feedback. To hear, like, yeah. Well, just to hear like what like where everybody is because because what we're talking about is kind of ahead of where they are. Mm. Yeah. It's hard to know what the public is thinking right now. So yeah, and you know the as as much as uh, I love the community, it's a it's a sort of self selecting um feedback right uh, and you know the, those that would be critical it, it's a very adversarial uh environment and you know i'm well <laughs> i've established a reputation for myself i guess that's part of the 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 internet 21st century internet right for internet blood sports um i mean i would love i would love to debate like just i mean i'll be honest I would be willing to, to to debate any scientist from the other side because mm. it, there's so many easy things that they're lying about that, mm. uh, that even yeah, I as a non-scientist would be able to... You know what, dude? Stuff. The fact you got the fusion inhibitors in there at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, thank God. I I'd, hadn't wasn't on my mind and you got it in there man and that that was the uh <laughs> like you'd, you'd had a couple of uh I was, I was using the analogy of uh warthogs in the in, in our chat and uh you went in and, and then hit them with missiles as well <laughs> it's beautiful well, dude yeah, i mean it, it was hard because you know i'm trying to be a top yeah hello you had enough in line with what the the topic is but um, I mean, yeah, there, there's so many things like, like when, I don't even think when he, when, when I, when I mentioned that the, the part about the fear and cleavage site and that they knew it so early, I don't think he really. Yeah. But like, unless, unless you know the biochemistry, right. A lot of this goes over people's heads. And I think that's what they were reliant on. Right. That the, the, the... Yeah, it is because I mean, that is such, that is such an obvious crime against humanity. Mm. That that nobody has asked that question, and it's, it, I mean, well, to be honest, I may have been the first person that wasn't implicated that, that happened to think about it, and I only thought about it because I I was able to derive it from all the the research that I've done. Mm -hmm. But I yeah. mean, that's why it's so scary. Mm -hmm. It's like, wh what would be happening if we weren't doing this right now? I I don't know that everyone would still be in zoonosis and uh, that paradigm and it's terrifying. yeah it, it is terrifying dude and um you know uh, lots and lots of people were were responsible for pulling pieces of information that that helped build the the scientific weapons that we're using to counter their their misscience, I guess, for want of a better word. I want to just, whilst we're streaming, and just for uh, a very uh, loyal um, member of the community, um, Marie Clark, uh, she's been working on Remdesivir, and mm -hmm. she's desperate to speak to you. So um, is it okay for her to contact you? I said it. I'm sure it's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I will. I mean, I, when it comes to remdesivir, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't know, but I mean, that played a, a big part in the death of my wife's best friend. And it, as it just so happens, we 
the last time I was in Virginia was for her funeral. And the one year anniversary of that was on the 22nd. So it's, I mean, Remdesivir has been. It, in, in light, in light of fusion inhibitors, other early treatments, that that just ranks up. That, that that may as well have been, you know, that's the 21st century. Uh, if you think they were real or not, gas chamber, right? It yeah, it's murder. Sim simple it as. It, it was it was mass murder because, and and I didn't. Like I hadn't even gotten to that point yet last year, I, but I already knew enough to know that, um, I mean, within 24 or 48 hours of going to the hospital, she was on a respirator and she was on dialysis, which she was 26. 26. Yeah. I was going to say she was mid twenties and, and basically they would have been directing her towards that treatment. Oh, you need this. We need to be oh, yeah. doing this. And because she was in Virginia, once she was admitted to the hospital, they wouldn't give her the monoclonal antibodies. And what's the there's so a terrible was... juxtaposition <laughs> because at the same at the same time, the next day after I found out that she was in the hospital, which was the thirteenth or the fourteenth, my uncle and aunt came down with Delta basically, and within like two days. And my, my uncle, he had just gone through cancer and a widowmaker heart attack in the previous five years. Like he was, mm. he was 62, like he, he, he should be dead already. And, but it, they were in Texas an hour away from me and they had uh, traveling nurses who came to their house out in the sticks and gave them, like at their house, they gave them monoclonal antibody treatment. Yeah. And they lived... Like a week later, they were fine, and she was dead because they wouldn't, in the state of Virginia, when she were admitted to the hospital, they wouldn't give to you. Wow. Wow. So, That's yes, so up, remdesivir, is, remdesivir is something, like, ever since then, um, I've, I've become much more active working with, I don't like to lay out specifics, but I'm, I'm now working for the, my first real job since, since the pandemic and uh i'm working congrats Dave. I'm assisting you deserve in, it. involved with that i don't know i don't even know if you know and I'll, I'll tell you later but but i am now working with people who are working on those exact issues so okay so uh this is a perfect um uh marriage of data sets because um they do have they've worked really hard marie's worked really hard to build up depositions from people who have lost loved ones Perfect. who have been injured by um the, the use of remdesivir and um yeah it's just it seems so nuts dude that i'm i'm watching all this take take place and it's been a oasis of calm here and i i don't i don't now of this sort of forced treatment or um what would you, what would you, it's not treatment is it it's 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 um it's a no. euthanasia pathway that's what it is um akin to end of life 
pathways, Liverpool pathway, where they just cut off your water and um, palliative care, but mm. without the care. Mm. Mm. How 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 gross! Um, it's it's horrific. God damn! I mean, I actually one of the things that I that I've wanted to do that I haven't had time to do is for like more than years I wanted to I thought about like going to hospitals and talking to nurses because I I'd been through PTSD treatment and I knew exactly what they were because mm. the, the thing that really messed me up was unnecessary death mm. <laughs> that, that is the most traumatic form of death mm. I mean this is that what I learned anyway because it's it's the kind it's I mean, you, when you're not prepared for it and it doesn't make sense and it didn't have to happen mm. and you don't like feel like you have control or, or the frustration that comes from that. Um, like yeah, I, I man. just, my I, I heart mean, is I, broken for all the nurses and doctors out there. It just truly is. I've, I've had one event. I mean, I haven't seen sort of casualty after casualty, but you know, I remember I was driving through the, you know the countryside um sort of behind santa cruz and we were on a road trip and you know it's like single lane wow. curvy um curvy roads i was with my first wife and i just said i gotta i gotta stop and take a leak right and we just pulled into these this bit where there was gated and so i could nip in off the road a car overtook us Right, or, or just went past us, right? Get back in the car. It's driving around the corner. I would say three, four hundred meters in front of us, so I can't see it as I start up. But I hear this massive bang. Right, it wasn't it? Wasn't a, like a detonation, but it was. It was a real loud um, smack. And this dude on a motorbike, you know, he he, he was. He must have been going over a hundred miles an hour looking at the the impact and the state he was in but anyway they had a little car and the whole front of it was just smashed in they were just stuck in not stuck uh because of the wreckage but just in shock right and i could i could i knew that there was a motorbike because i could hear the i could sort of hear the engine over rev and cut off as it as it sort of did the the impact but I looked around and I couldn't find the dude or the bike, right? And he was going so far, so fast, right? It was up, right up the side of the embankment of like a hill in this, in, you know, if you know the countryside back there. So I could see the bike and then I couldn't find him, right? And I'm running up and down the road and uh, his buddy pulls up and stops near the, near the car where... Um, he, he, he'd hit it and he stopped there and I could just hear him shouting his name and then eventually I find him and he's all like literally there wasn't a bone that wasn't broken in his body and it was all sort of mangled out yeah. of shape and everything and um, he was still still alive and um, I get I, I sort of crack open his visor and he's bit right through his tongue and he can't speak or anything. And by this time, this Korean dude had pulled up. And he's like, do you know CPR? And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> right? yeah. And um, he had this um, venting thing in his, or mouthpiece thing in his car that he could put over. And it sort of spread 
uh, sort of rubber membrane. And he's right. like, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna breathe. He's like, you start the compressions. I start the compressions, right? And it, I could just hear everything going <laughs> as, I, as I'm doing it, right? And I'm just at this point, I'm just like, oh my, my nervous system is just like shot to pieces. And he's like, you got to pump harder. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> and um, eventually, this uh, another car had pulled up, and it was, it was a nurse, thankfully. And she was like, I can do it, I can do it. And she 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 gets in, and, we're tr and at this point, I'm trying to get the ambulance out there, right? And n n we're an hour away from anything, right? And I'm like, we need yeah. and we need air ambulance, something, right, to get there. And it took like 45 minutes, right, for for an ambulance to arrive. And you know, by this time, there was like a sort of row of cars, and I'm stood there. Like, like this guy in this whole time period, who was his buddy hadn't come down the road and I'm sort of, you know, other people were taking care of this dude and I'm, I'm up there and trying to just talk to the dude. And like yeah. the, the, that lasted with me for years. Right. And, you know, you, it's, it's tough to get around those things. Um, it's a real, it's a real thing that PTSD Especially, especially when you're not in control of the, you're just getting carried by, by the, the circumstances of the events, and I, I, I can only imagine that you just saw, so much worse. Um, yeah, it must be a real, real bummer. <laughs> well, ironically, the, uh, the thing that messed me up the most was, was an accident. You know, I guess because it was so prosaic in a war zone, because you because you're used, you're expecting. I mean, you don't like you don't want to experience it, but you, you're at least you're 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 prepared for the possibility mm -hmm. that you know. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, anytime I, I'm driving and I see something by the side of the road, unfortunately, there's a lot of cars and stuff on the side of the road. So, mm -hmm. but. There was there's something about um because and and this happened on base, but what I think the worst thing was where we had a like a bus, it was like a weird looking bus thing that carried people to and from the chow halls on the base we were at. And uh there was a a, a seven ton truck, which is it's a big it's truck. Big big, big truck, man. Flatbed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can carry seven tons, mm. and it was being driven by a, a lance corporal. You know, just nineteen year old, twenty year old kid, and he ran a stop sign, and he broadsided the side of this bus, and it just so happened to be that it was it was right next to where our unit was mm. on the base, and. uh so you were first out yeah. at the noise, right? It's it's a it's a real loud noise, right? When those things hit. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but because well, at the time I was in the like the COC, and we heard the call come over the radio, and typically that those calls would be talking about IEDs or off of base, mm -hmm. and we heard like a mass or the mass casualty thing, and then uh, and then they were, they were saying, hey. Any available, all available medical personnel. Hey, we need we need you over here. And then we realized, oh, oh crap, it's on base. And then we realized, 
but Grand Rapids is on the hill mm-hmm. from where we are. And, you know, me just being young and, and dumb, because I, I, I was at the, like, I was on a, a shift. I had a clearance, and so I was doing certain things. Uh, but I just, like, I ran out of there and ran to where, to where I was. And, and yeah, the seven, the seven time just hit the side of this uh, church bus looking thing. And, mm. and there was, like, 18 people on it. But there was there was nobody to help mm. like, like there's a couple of survivors but like the people but then there, there, there was nobody that needed help because there there were not no. most of them were not together enough to do it i mean we talk about this like going like 40 miles an hour even just 40 or 50 miles an hour and hit the side of an unprotected vehicle mm. uh oh man it's crazy so and to be honest that that was that was the worst because it was so like, well, we had other things happen, but for whatever reason that haunted me the most. Mm-hmm. And, um, because, like I said, it was because it was unnecessary. At least that's what I learned when I went to PTSD stuff mm-hmm. because, and, and I heard the stories around from other people. And a lot of times it wasn't what you would think it was mm-hmm. like, unless you like really like knew a person really well, a lot of times it would just be the weird things or, or the mortars or the things that you had no control over. Yeah, it was completely worse. random events. Look, man, I swear that evening, right, that night when I was sleeping, right, and I was sort of in a waking dream, I could feel, I know it was him sort of grabbing at my neck, right? And I, I know that that dude thought he'd hit me, right? He thought I was the the person in the car that he'd hit, and um, you know I, I, his eyes just bulging in his skull as they were. I mean, you can't take the helmet off or anything, right? Yeah. And oof, it was it was uh, it stayed with me for a long, long time, dude. And um, oh, Mark wants to call in. Let's uh, change to let's change topic rather than. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking ptsd that's uh let's let's do that um yeah let's, uh, let's get mark on board sure <laughs> right, let's see if he picks up <clears throat> sorry man sorry mark i didn't see it i was uh yeah i, I you know i i don't think about it. when i do it, it suddenly takes over my my brain and uh uh yeah i know the feeling hello hello mark how you doing sir you want to come I'm on uh oh you, show, can't, guys. you can't you uh, can't hear Charles, let me just invite you into the oh. Zoom call, dude. Um, well, it's just gonna be—it's just quick. I mean, I'm—it's pretty late here. I just—why you had a hot audience right now? Well, um, so, so you can come on to Zoom, dude, because uh, you got cover for me for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, hit, okay. hit that Zoom I, meeting. Loud and clear. <laughs> uh, there he is, and boom. Uh, why don't I see the participants? Ah, there it is. Admit. All right. Uh, cool. Um, just give me thirty seconds and. Oh my uh, God. Mess. Uh, hey, you can do that. I've, I've got two pairs of glasses now. I could do the old John John Colin look for. Um, give me a sec. Uh, hey Charles. 
I was curious, like what, what you were like calling for. I mean, did you watch the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I would just wanted to uh, share something about the. Uh, uh, one of the remdesivir experiences and the nature of it, and uh, I think it's great that you you should you have to talk with Marie Clark of New Hampshire. I, I wanted Kevin to hear it also. Um, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, that was a good show. How do you think it went? They just a lot of commercial breaks. I understand it's part of their business model, but it throws yeah, the flow it, off, I think. It does, but at the same time, uh, I don't want to say attention span, but more just... It, it it keeps you from getting too deep in the weeds. And so that, I, I think it's, in some ways it's actually good. It's definitely good practice because we need to do mm -hmm. a lot more of it. But um, You have to be sound. You have to be very sound bite-ish and to the point because you know sooner to start a sentence and you can already hear the music getting queued up. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's hard because I've been just now, I've been used to talking to scientists for two years. And so... Uh -huh. they they just keep on going forever and so now i'm doing that too and so i have to relearn what i used to know but yeah i did a uh a, 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 a this is your life weekend i saw like all my families extended families this past weekend and went to a friend's uh, 50th birthday party it was just it was it was a lot in one weekend uh but i bring it up it looks like it dude sorry sorry to uh <laughs> looks like you had a good time uh um well i had a good time but it was mostly just i'm just old <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm just that's it but i bring it up because uh i spent a lot of time talking to you and our and your audience and and my audience and you start to lose track of i mean you just said it yourself charles you know we're we are and it sounds like a kind of a snooty thing to say right like where i am you guys don't know anything but it's really not the point the point is you get really deep in something right yeah and uh you know that the people that you're trying to talk to were probably just as ignorant as you were three years ago about all this stuff but they're not where you are now and uh you know there were I i'm sure that there were i know that there are people amongst my friends and family who if they had the time and the uh the the need and and everything else could follow but they're just so not there there's even they're just not they couldn't follow and my wife a couple times just tapped my leg like mark you just can't say that you're gonna just totally <laughs> check out once you start saying this or saying that and i'm like okay, yeah you're right you gotta say a little and then that's it um Otherwise, it actually becomes negative. It's like you say, once you say a little bit too much, suddenly you might as well have not said anything at all, because mm. now you just people just think you're nuts. Yeah, you got to drop it. You have to tease them, and then you got to reel it in slowly. I think. Oh yes, yes you do. You do. It, it's just you forget. But the the remdesivir story, and I can't be too specific about this um, for a variety of reasons. It's, you know, someone I'm working with in interviews and so on. But 
there's one case here, and I don't think it's an isolated case. I think it's actually many cases of someone who was, after her husband was brought into emergency care, um, someone who had early stage kidney challenges, never should have been given remdesivir, was given remdesivir anyways, without even telling the wife. He was in emergency care for over 40 days. He was, he was strapped down, most of it, and incapacitated. That's right. He wasn't allowed to talk. He was on uh, fentanyl, uh, other opioids, painkillers, etc. He was given uh, two or three full rounds of remdesivir, someone who already had early kidney failure. Um, the, uh, the vent caused so much throat damage that air and other stuff was leaking into his body, made him look eight yeah. weeks pregnant, eight months pregnant by the time he died. Uh, she was called in uh, to the hospital after she hadn't talked with him in months. They took away his phone. Um, yeah. And uh, they said, this is late at night. They said, sorry, we've done everything we could. And they gave him one final shot. And um, and even though she she never signed a DNR, and then they turn off all the machines. Said sorry, we did everything we could. So she said her goodbyes with her wow. with her with her daughter that was there, and um, and then went home, thinking that he died. It's horrible. And after going through the records, and she was at she has a background in nursing. Uh, she realized that she, uh, her husband was given a paralytic when she was there, and he stopped breathing. Then she realized that for the next six hours, he was still alive. The hospital records show, and the, they kept giving him more and more painkillers till he died. So, I mean, if the remdesivir was a simple issue of malpractice, horrific malpractice, it's horrible, but it really is quite literally a case of killing people knowingly, I believe, in many it cases. Wasn't just, it wasn't just remdesivir, and, and that's what... The remdesivir uh, just, it shuts down the systems, it causes the fluid buildups, it just does... It, 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 it creates virtual pneumonia. <laughs> um, and... Uh, uh, my own son, who died of a uh, of fentanyl uh, several months ago, uh, there's an episode. I don't talk too much about it, but for two about six weeks of the last twelve weeks of his life, he spent in the hospital dealing with horrible pneumonia, fluid buildup, etc. And yeah. uh, they destroyed him. They they put him on so many painkillers. It basically enabled his addiction. All right. Here's the catch. They didn't kill him because he lied about his vaccination status. Hmm. So all of this data right now that's is it has to be viewed through this optic of well, there's a lot there's it's it's a lot of dirty data. I mean, there's the there's the there's the tragedy behind it, but then there is what's being done to generate this data. Um, and uh, it's, 
you know, the nurses that have been willing to stand up were kicked out because they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it or because they themselves wouldn't do jobs. Outside contractors have been brought in. They have dedicated floors. That's right. Um, it is, it's horrible. Uh, it's just, it's just absolutely horrible. And we're at a, a point right now where uh, it's like, there's a race. The race is on right now. And I don't know when there's going to be a cutoff to say, look, show's over. The data shows what we did saved lives. And that when there and no more discussion will be allowed upon it. Now, maybe this this thing will go on forever. Maybe it's a long-term data acquisition. I've thought about that for a long time. Uh, but there's so many people now who are getting side effects of the jab as well. That, you know, eventually there's a lot of people now who are once enthusiastically got it and are like, you know, I think I've done enough for my country. I'm tired of getting sick. Well, apparently the uptake is low on the um, the bivalent shots that are available. No, it's, it's, I bet it's less than 10%. 2%. It's low at the end. It's low. So they have to deal with that at some point. And I don't know how this is going to go, uh, but I just... I well, I, I think I think they you're going to see global chaos, right? Things like Nord Stream are going to keep popping off left, right, and center. You've got all your refineries burning down in the U.S. You've got all your food production going up in flames, and what we're just supposed to ignore all these events? They're going to make it so bad. They realize that they had no choice, but to make it so terrible that the, the reckoning doesn't come. Mm. Yeah, so, some they can really squeeze out somehow. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's horrible, and it, it's it, it's terrifying because I've heard from so many. Uh, I mean, when I came up here for the funeral a year ago, um, I was asking just basic questions about the treatment, and everything that they said, like. And then I realized that it wasn't just her, like nobody saw their family members when they died. Nobody, um, like they, they were isolating people. And I don't, I don't think that everybody that was working at every hospital was a, had this mindset, but, but people making decisions had the mindset that they were willing to isolate people at the one time that you don't isolate them. And that's evil. It's evil. And it made it clear to me that whatever this is, um, I mean, whatever Fauci, what he has done is, uh, there is no, there is no comparison. Like I can't even point back to the forties and say, you know what, this is, this is what we're dealing with because I don't, I don't know that there is a comparison for, for what Fauci and Farrar and, and these other people did. Because the, this the comparison is uh, uh, is using prisoners for medical experiments in World War II. Right. That's but, actually, but, that's but, actually the, that, the equivalent right now. And that's being generous because it's not over. And we don't know how far they're, they're willing to go. And we don't even know exactly why it was happening. But, no. just to think, but everything, the fact that they were willing to gaslight and they're still willing to gaslight as people are dying. 
I'll be honest, as I've been compiling all the, the research that I've been doing for basically for every bullet point of the argument that I call the watchmaker argument, but I've gone back and there's like 20 or 30 like sources and references showing, okay, they knew this, they knew this, this is what they were doing. I, I try to process that and I can't because they knew and there's no way I don't know my heart is broken it's very very frustrating for me to to sit here and think that well I'm doing what I can but it just it seems piffling in the, in the scheme of things that um that yeah, when you're dealing with people that will sit, will see the world burn, and I, you know, if 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 we're going down that way, let's make it burn on my terms, not theirs. That's that's all I can think right now. Well, you're doing yeah, a I lot, can't... Kevin. You, you, you know, it's some we. I I see myself. Maybe you guys see yourselves the same way. You know, as the early part of the of the of the of the factory, the manufacturing line, right? Ultimately this will get disseminated and seen and understood and accepted by a very large audience. It just takes a while to get there. It probably, maybe it will be your faces or my face or who knows, but, or maybe it won't, but I'm okay with that. But uh, it's not, the goal isn't for us to directly get to all those people, but how do we keep nudging the, that, that next level that has, yeah, you, you know, know, you know what people who are listening, audience. Pe yeah. people who are listening right now, if you can get to, where was it? Tennessee? Where's that? Where's that festival? Where's Tennessee? Uh, uh, no, the yeah. the Muhammad Ali festival that Fauci is going to be there receiving an award, a humanitarian award. There needs to be a crowd of people. I don't care if it's two people, wow. five people. You need to be there with fucking raccoon masks on and the memes, right? And just be standing there. Let it burn. Fauci <laughs> was recently in uh, Harvard. Uh, for one of the cancer moonshot kickoffs. And I didn't even know about it till the day before, you know, and I did some calls and uh, there was just no way I was going to be able to do anything other than stand, you know, two blocks away with a sign, just it would have been just a waste of time. If it was an audience, even if I they had to do a quick background check, I would have absolutely have gone, but you know, I'm not going to get into any of those rooms. Um, but some some people on the street, man. There's a, there's an opportunity to sort of nudge, right? And if if there there are a lot of people listening in the U.S. right now, just go out and hand flyers to to key streams that line outline things. The roundtable that we did the other day was was brilliant, actually, because it 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 did what Charles was intending, which was just crystallize where we are at the moment and give some some direction for how to move forward and and this next these next weeks are going to be critical to to try and get something i'm i'm hoping i can get the experiments done to show something in that six weeks why the next i mean aside from your testing is there anything else within the next several weeks that um I don't know if there was like any other political more media, uh, more media stuff. We need to be going okay. and speaking and doing it in a, in a group effort. I don't know what, whatever it takes and forcing home 
and making sure that there were no no gaps left in this um pushback right and like i say i i'd complete it completely slipped my mind in clyde lewis the whole point of uh the fusion inhibitors when trying to when trying to relay the concept that you're dealing with de facto right that that's you should have that tattooed somewhere i don't see you don't mind a tattoo no, <laughs> I, I have a stupid question uh is there is there uh, uh examples of uh uh that as layman would understand of what what the fusion inhibitors are maybe i know but i just can't think of right now just just as a way to block the receptor do you know any it's of the, another, the medicine names charles yeah, I mean, I know the medicine names, but they don't know them here in America because even though we invented a couple of them, oh, they, they, like the, the the Chinese had already come up, they'd already developed a, a pan cove fusion inhibitor in April of 2019. But, you know, <laughs> oh, that's assuming, convenient. Oh right, my assuming goodness! Assuming that they right, assuming that they know that. The next one was coming within 60 days in March of 2020. They'd already figured, they'd already proven that it worked for SARS-CoV-2 as well. So, assuming it wasn't the antidote to a bioweapon that they made, um, the fact that, that we did nothing. In fact, a couple months ago, Fauci dished out 577 million dollars to nine centers around the U.S. Uh, like four of them have proximal origin authors at them, but <laughs> to, to do uh, specifically to work on antivirals. And one of the only antiviral classes that they didn't even mention was fusion inhibitors, which is the only one where they have proven things that work. So there's none like... Uh... Like some something on the shelf that maybe is no longer available in the U.S. that we would know of. Well, yeah, there's one called Fusion, which was FDA approved in 2003 for HIV, and but the Fusion peptide is almost the same, and now we know for a fact that it works. Okay, and it actually works for HIV, and for SARS and MERS and SARS-CoV-2. I gotta learn more about this one that uh, the the Chinese developed and made available. Like, oh, they, oh, they, they published they it in like a paper. Six of them now. There's several of them they, now. Oh, they have more. Yeah. Oh, it's not just one anymore. I mean, and I mean, I wrote the like the watchmaker summary that I wrote was it was really just designed to list out like a whole bunch of shit, like a whole bunch of collateral damage and implications from the fact that they were censoring this stuff from the beginning, and. That's only one, like the fusion inhibitors are only like three bullets out of the like 43 mm -hmm. that are list. And there's like 85 end notes. And the whole point is just to, to show this is how much evidence there is that they're full of shit. And I mean, it, it got a lot of people's attention, but it can only go so far because unless you get on Joe Rogan, you're not going to bust through and get enough people to be aware of something it's mm. just not going to happen and, and and the problem is is that look true um there's elements that get onto joe rogan who i'm not sure are in the friendly <laughs> camp oh, yeah. right now and w would do a lot to make sure that charles didn't get on there or mark didn't get on there 
and yeah. this is like I say that the for you. <laughs> what am I getting you? That's not happening. No, no. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, I would be. Uh, I think you're not going to be number one on the list, probably. <laughs> That's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I can't quite put my finger on it. But, um, let me because I'm actually dealing with uh, right labs lab stuff right now. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, just keep going, guys. I, I've just got to do some bureaucratic. Uh, stuff in real time you're watching lab stuff in real time folks uh oh, oh doc's working give me a second um well so yes this getting the message out has been like the, i mean when i came to drastic almost two years ago it was the first thing i said i was like hey we got to do better we got to start working on this and um well they weren't very organized so what uh what has been Give me an example of what's been really effective for getting message out. Like maybe not change the world, but, but, but effective. And what was, what was something that you thought would work that failed? It's kind of an interview question, but it's interesting. No, that's fine. Uh, I mean, I, I need practice because I haven't gotten much. Um, <laughs> well, I won't get many either after this exp <laughs> excavate. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so, for me, it's ironic because the thing that I thought was going to be the big thing that I had discovered about Fauci mm -hmm. was completely, completely missed. And that was just that he was, that he was like part of the censorship because before his emails came out, like nobody was really, they hated him because of all the lockdowns and stuff, but they, they didn't, they weren't like thinking about the fact that he might be involved with you know, the, the lab origin, like stifling it. And I just, I, I came across his, I came across stuff that was in the, the same FOIA documents that everybody else had gone through, but it just missed. And basically there was an entire meeting on February 3rd where they, they the goal of the meeting was to combat misinformation. And he was the, the key speaker and Another speaker was the presidential science advisor. Another speaker was the head of the P3CO committee. And the scientists who were at the teleconference were the implicated scientists and the proximal origin authors. And I was like, oh, hey, well, it's interesting because all during that time, everybody was focused on like the emails from the next day where they were, they were talking about how to word things and what to leave out and who should sign and not. But nobody realized that, you know, just prior to that, that this was the, that the meeting that laid this out, and like they explicitly said, this was the outcome that we wanted from this. And then that's what those scientists were colluding to do. And I was like, oh, well, that, okay, Fauci's part of this. I mean, who was there? They got, they got the FBI there, they got Johns Hopkins there. Everybody was there and Okay, well, he was obviously part of the censorship. In fact, if 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 they had that meeting, it was about combating misinformation, and then the next morning, they're talking about how to word something. We can reasonably assume that they were that they were in keeping with what he wanted them to be writing about. Yes, and so I mean, I brought this up. I wrote about it like in February twenty twenty one. I pointed out to U.S. Right to Know, like I, I wrote emails to them that they responded to, and 
what's funny is that the congressional investigators saw that on my Substack and found it, and that's how they came to meet me, um, kind of independently from Jurassic. And and they afterwards they con- like in September they confirmed it. Like, yeah, no shit, that was real. No shit, the presidential science advisor was colluding with Fauci to hide it from the president. Um, so before the emails, I'd already raised my hand and said, hey, he's he's leading this, this censorship charge. And but I the mean, damage that did, to... though, Charles, like we're we're only just beginning to we know it's bad. Right. But, right, but, but they still, but US Right to Know just did a timeline. Hmm. It was like everybody was praising it on, on Twitter. They didn't have the two, three meeting in there. And this is after, like, the Blaze saw my writing. And, and so they, they ran an article of mine. Let's, let's be. They, well, they ran the article, and, and then and Zero Hedge did. And then, you know, I, I wrote the Glenn Beck special hmm. where, where, where he talks about all this stuff got a million views just on YouTube and and it still hasn't entered the, the mainstream mm. and it's because since because you you can't even go to YouTube and go in the search bar and type to find the video mm. and it's still got a million views but that's the problem we can't get that critical mass because there's so much censorship yeah and like I said I I, I got it from day one and yeah. it's you know I don't sit here, um, I, I would have never dreamed about doing things like raccoons and stupid soundboards to try to get science across. Never in a, never in a hundred years. But I, was, I, I, I felt so backed into a corner, right, of just trying to speak to someone to say, hey, you need to, you need to be paying attention to this. And it was, ob- it was obvious to me that there was, you know, something far deeper going on that you, you could that they could do what was being done and I, I don't know if you know how much was it in the lead up to this you know the and I've said you know everyone applauded when they took away Stormfront's website and then they came for Alex Jones and then once then the, the dam had been breached right it just became well okay you're going to lose accounts and um, mm-hmm. they know that it's going to take years for the, for the Supreme Court to rule on all these things. And so really all they're doing is saying, well, fuck it. Mm. We've got a couple of years where <laughs> until until they actually hold people accountable, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And so mm. we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And yep. Yep. I, I guess at this point, now they're just saying, well, we're just going to let it burn because we either win or we, or we lose. Mm. There's no in between at this point. Mm. So... And, and, and like I said, I think... Right now. Yeah, you've, you're seeing the global fingerprint of that. And they, yeah. th- th- these people don't mind the destruction because they make off it anyway. They're the ones that are in there. They've got the inside track on the contracts to build everything back up. Uh, it, the the stock, yeah. the buying of the land. I mean, it, it's sick. It really is sick. Um, well, I wish, I, again, I'm like I say, I'm trying everything that I can think of. The only thing, the only thing that i can think of is just there has to be a concerted effort to do more get on other people's platforms and streams to talk about these issues you know uh, it's great clyde allowed us onto that platform but it's a very um it's such a complex issue and you know i get that you've got to try and make a sound bite but 
it's it's hard it's hard to compress everything everything in and this this is you know the group component needs to be part of it because you 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 have to have someone there who can say well yeah but that this is happening as well and to to start filling in those dots and that that I, I think that helps compress it down and you know i've i've rewatched that round table twice now and you know there's a lot of things that i'm like yeah, i knew it but i'm like god damn it i forgot it right or, or or it's not part of the mix going on in my frontal lobes mm-hmm. and you know the and the remdesivir stuff i barely I barely think about, it, but it's huge. It's tens of every, thousands of the deaths, at least, are remdesivir murders, at least. Um, uh, the uh, I've, I I I can't cite the statistic. I usually like to be able to cite things when I, before I just rattle off numbers. But twenty five percent of the people who are given it in a hospital never leave alive. And has I, there ever been a medicine in history that has had a statistic like that? No, nothing has yeah. ever come that bad. And depending on the uh, time frame, the the vaccines. Yeah, the vaccines are transfections. Long enough, in a long enough problems. Well, oh, yeah. I, I, over I, time, I, we'll see how bad they are. I mean, immediately, there's a lot of people walk around who've had them and are still, you know, living life. You know, and well, I mean, except for the ones that drop dead, you know, as they're walking, but. It has happened. That I mean, that has absolutely happened. Uh, it's, maybe they were, maybe that's what the Chinese videos were like for sure. Yeah, yeah. In yep. 2020, yeah. Like, hey, you're going to see this. This is going to take a few years. Yep. And we know that, that they were working on. In fact, it do if the, the videos of the people in China dr- just walking along with their groceries and dropping face down into a puddle, I could. <laughs> that 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 looks more like someone having an instant heart attack than someone slowly dying of a respiratory failure you just i'm telling you you don't have a little pneumonia and just uh, you know like a monty python movie yeah you you stop the heart or the brain stem shuts down and that could have happened a transfect yeah that type of transfection Mm. or blood clot yeah Mm. and you know again you've got a you have to have the cameras in the in the right place china is covered in surveillance cameras that the U to the extent that the US isn't, and what did they do with Europe? They shut everyone indoors straight away. And um, again, I'm not. I don't want to dismiss the agent itself. I th- I think um to do so to do so is to let them off the hook, right? And it it, it sort of says, well, it's not that bad, so n- need need not to worry about it. Where you know the 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 forensic examination we have given to that uh, agent, it's, it's incumbent upon us to to hold to a standard. Yeah, uh, to, to let who off the hook, China or the US? Any, anyone involved in, in what would have oh, been yeah. the yeah. Um, yeah. institutional level handling of these agents. And I don't care which side it is or which country it is. If there's, if there's a whiff of involvement well, okay, I, I'm of the opinion that we should be um, making sure that, that, you know, the investigations are done fully. And right now we know that they aren't. And it, who are you going to trust in, in the 
orthodox establishment right now. No one. And there's a whole bunch of individuals that I'm just very leery of in the in this circle and domain. Present well, company. That's what I'm trying excluded. to. I, I, that's why I've been trying to uh, impress upon people. And finally, you know, I've just said fuck it and started doing it myself. You have to. I, I told JC on the 4th of July, you know, it, yes, it's important. We need to get this out. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we're doing it the right way. Because ultimately, whether it's fair or not, we have to, we have to be better. We have to be the bigger people. We, we have to, we can't, we can't use their tactics and, and stoop to their level to get to, because people aren't going to buy, they're not going to be motivated by that. They need to see that people are willing to fight for this, do whatever it takes, because they're not going to know that's worth doing. Because everybody's so frustrated, they're they're so, um, I guess, defeatist right now. Yeah, it's because a, they, it's a fatigue. they don't see because the leadership has been so terrible that uh -huh. they don't see that anybody's going to yeah. come and fix it. And the truth is, is that we don't need anybody else to fix it. We outnumber them. Mm -hmm. We have there are millions of leaders in the united states they that can that can stand up we we don't need this pile of ass crap to 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 suddenly become better i'm not I, i'm not even worried about that and so I, that's why i told him i was like look you can well, well that, that, this is this is what the, the agent itself because I, I think he's under i think he's kind of discounting the fact that there was something there but, but more than that, we. Sorry, uh, I, I missed do, that. I missed that. Do things is just as important as what we do. Who, who do you? You mentioned someone I didn't catch. Uh, oh I, well, I was just. I, I was trying, trying to say that the JC's kind of discounted the. The the fact that, that whatever this was in the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, it's one thing that I disagree with him about because he's he, he's really like focused and and there's plenty of evidence showing that they blew this out of the proportion they were exploiting it mm. it was nothing like what they said it was and that's true but the virus that they made was real and it was it killed a lot of people mm. even though they inflated the numbers it still killed a lot of people and it's causing damage now well, I I would say that the data effect. the data that we have is that all cause mortality. Any anything else is subject to being messed with, and so infection rates, R naught numbers, etc., are all open to uh, debate. If you want to get in there and waste the, waste the time doing that, it's the all cause mortality which is the issue. And right now, no one's been locked down for a year, right? It's not the lockdown that did it. Um, it's not, and, and like I say, you can maybe people didn't get the exact health care that they needed, but that would apply to people in their fucking 50s, 60s, 70s, not 18 to 40 year olds, which is now where we're seeing not only, but the fact that we see a signal in that data tells you that something is going on. Mm -hmm. That's and true. In, in this instance, again, argue away that you're dealing with the results of a binary agent whether it was meant that way it's acting that way and the the classification of non-covid deaths right now 
I think is scientifically flawed. And we need to, well, again, you know, what, what autopsies are being done, how much is that information being suppressed? And, you know, if, if, I, can, if, if I can generate these clots in a model, right, and we can, we can look at that in sort of real, real time, that's a powerful bit of evidence to, to bring forward. Um, well, I think we, well, one thing we need to do is we need to, we, we need to focus on the big picture of the fact that they lied and hmm. we're not going to know all the details. And what we, the, the mistake we can make is getting married to an idea where the truth is, is that there are probably multiple different actors moving for different reasons hmm. and every people tend to like get boxed in around an idea and then they ignore other hmm. stuff hmm. And the truth is we need to be opening our minds more not because all we're doing is we're creating tension between each other hmm. which is pointless hmm. um, if if we are we could spend the next decade arguing amongst ourselves but then probably will We'll have plenty of time. We'll, we'll, At this we'll phase. Have time to do that. We're already we two years there. <laughs> oh, only eight more to go. Yeah, so we need to focus on the fact that we're not going to agree on exactly what happened. But, but what really matters is that we were bent over and we were fucked in the ass without lube. Mm. And it's just going to keep going. It's not going to stop mm. while we sit here and, and we say, argue over which lube it was. Right. And and so I, I just... I want. They didn't even have the courtesy to give a reach around, bastards. Right? They didn't even have the courtesy to give a reach around, those bastards. There's, uh... well, uh, well, obviously, yes, they're, they're not concerned about our feelings. This. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just think we, we, have to, we have to stop fighting amongst each other and being negative because this, this is going to win people over to our side when we're, when we're, when we're arguing with each other or when we're, we're discounting the ideas. We should only be talking about. Yeah, it's it's the lie, the did. big the big lie, the institutional failure. And... Right, because because some of our ideas are going to be wrong. Mm. I'm not going to be right about everything. You're not going to be right about everything. I'm not. But the only thing we need to be right about is that that they knew they let this happen, mm. and we need to hold them accountable. That's the oh, everything else. Mm. At the end of the day, is academic. Yeah, and you know that this is part of being at that very tip right of this pushback and you know the right now the more aligned we are the stronger of the steel right that's that is going to push push back and you know there's i don't need i don't need to have debates about the pathophysiology in in my mind and i I, i've spent i I know i've spent far less time walking through papers because it's just it's just repetition right now. Now it's more geared towards, or I'm spending my time more geared towards trying to look for these fingerprints of them trying to run away or trying to obfuscate what it is that's happened. And like I said, that's why I think Ukraine is part of this. And you know, I don't know. We need we need some way of getting into the channels that are, and there are big channels that are more military based. That are focused on um, just the day—I don't know—the horror of <laughs> the war. Right? It makes compelling viewing. I'm—I'm I'm sitting there watching it 
all day. Um, but we need to we need to get on there and and instill in these people this is this is still the same thing, and it's coming for you. And like I say, maybe maybe America might be shielded somewhat by the two oceans it's got, but the people of Europe sure as shit aren't. And it it may be it, it may be such an existential struggle that they'll drag it into the U.S. To and they are, they are. They, I don't. Are. You can't discount what's going on in the U.S. on on a day to day basis. <laughs> you know, refineries going up in smoke, multiple ones. I mean, the, look. I'll I'll give credence to uh, Russian sleeper cells doing their thing. Okay, that's still part of the same, the same big picture problem we have. I actually, I actually love what what you did, Mark. Um, recently, you did an episode on the bat bomb, <laughs> yeah. which was absolutely fantastic because the, it, it drew everything together. Because you, because you're right, and actually, my my twin brother had a, a Q clearance in the Air Force. And uh, I spent a lot of time talking to Andrew Huff, who had, who had one. And but just the the different elements that you put in there, like it's even if it's just a coincidence, like you're right. That's the type of stuff that we need to do because. So actually, actually, just because uh, it's out there, like these. And I know you. I know you worked in the weapons of mass destruction programs, and I probably say things that you you're like, what an idiot you thinking of me, and I can and I can totally respect that. No, um, for the most part, like, okay, I believe that the atom bombs are real, but like, other than that, like, like I, I love what you've done. I mean, I think you've done a good job of communicating. At some point, it's the it's the clearance. At some point, it's like, well, okay, so how you're many? Right. I watched it yesterday. And I was like, medicine? I was nodding my head because you're, you're right. How many okay, I haven't seen this episode. <laughs> it's like at some point, it's like <laughs> summarize, please. Like, this is worse than, oh, than, than, than these atom bombs. It's, it's awesome. It's a, it's a, it's, it starts off talking about a, a bomb that was filled with bats for the use of spreading napalm. Like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, the flaming. Yeah, fl- yeah. He, he wove it together really well, and it's true because, and I never thought about it, but the fact that pigeon so bombs, they had pigeon and, bombs and all, all sorts. Like, of, it was just awesome. No, nope, the bats, uh, Kevin, the bats had little napalm cartridges on them. Mm. That's right. So it was a time device, and it could set a whole city on fire. Mm. And what's key about that is that technology was pulled into the Manhattan Project, which means there's a whole field of research on bats, which is protected by the nuclear weapons programs. Mm. And maybe that's one of the reasons why they keep gravitating towards bats, like EcoHealth Alliance and so on, because there's all this secrecy around freaking bat research and there's also the way that they communicate uh where you wouldn't get that if you said it was i don't know salmon or something you know mm-hmm. there's something cool about bats and in many ways and again it's just a speculation but it's like you know that's it does seem like all you know these uh they have with these bat location programs it was called i can't even think of the name of it right now uh Eco Health Alliance and uh, one of the Defense Departments was working on them. It was like a bat tracking program. The, st- the, 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 the 
to track bat migrations in Asia because that's where all the disease starts. It's like this is someone well, now it's Russia as well. <laughs> this is nuts. Come on, please. But yeah. Anyways, I, 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 thank you for the compliment, Charles. It it uh it it uh it, it means a lot, you know. I mean, but uh yeah, we need to and and look, you know, when uh when you know, we challenge each other's work and that's good because the most the best way you can you can get better is to, you know, try to actually prove your own work wrong as opposed to proving other people wrong. Mm. You know, I learned very little proving other people wrong. I learn most trying to figure out, you know, what's wrong with my own work or, you know, listening to criticisms that come from that. And, uh, um, and then, uh, you know, usually that causes you to revisit things that you, you wouldn't have thought about otherwise. It's a great way to be able to get out of your box of, uh, you of probably, you know, protecting the uh, net, the, the goal and wandering around and finding new stuff. Uh, you know, John Collins, hypothesis about the superflu release, which I'm not on board with, but by exploring that a little bit more, I found more data on the, uh, on the vaping illnesses, which I'd completely forgotten about in 2019. And I'm like, you know, I, I think there was something there. I think that might Yeah, have... we can't discount this data. This is something Rosanna Segreto has yeah. honed in on. I, I've been mentioning consistently that we need to look Right, just it's it's incumbent upon you just to, just so you can dismiss it, right? Exhume those you bodies. You forget about things, Kevin. Not it's not you specifically, but we all we forget about things. We don't go down paths, and sometimes it's just you know it's it's just go, letting ourselves go down a path of trying to hear what someone might be saying. What and and who knows? Maybe there really maybe there was some other illness that was released, but. When you, when you, it, and it's hard to do, it's, it's a lifetime of learning of being able to do that. But when you do that, you, 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 you finally, you're released from defending your own hockey net and you're wandering around and you can find, you can just figure out new things, look at things that, you, you know, we forget about. And, uh, it's to Charles point, you know, it's one of the right. most important parts of the exercise and this experience. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that, and I think, and tell me if, if you've had this experience too, but I guess because I've done, a, wow. I've done ass, a metric fucked on it of research. I'm, I'm more than 2,500 research papers and that's just the research paper. And that's, I guess that's PhD and a couple of postdocs, dude. Right. But because I have a couple, I have a pretty good memory, but I mean, this is all I've done. And I know for you, you've done the same cause you do a lot of research. And so, but as non-scientists, or at least in the biological sciences, you it, it's been weird like going through this process, but then interacting with people because then a lot of scientists like respect my opinion, which is weird because I'm not really a scientist. And but at the same time, whenever I come across a situation where where I know a scientist is wrong, <laughs> and my friend, I feel bad because I'm like I it's very strange because I'm stuck in this world where I want to defend scientists, but then there's a whole group of scientists that are lying. Find me one good man. And I just, all I want to do is just tell the truth and have it be known. Mm. And every, it's just a very, it's an insane place to be in. Like when I think about what I'm doing and who I'm talking to today, 
and what I was doing two years ago, I, I, it was a completely different life mm. in every possible. Well, first of all, I had a much nicer house because I don't have a house now, and but I'm doing a much cooler job, and I know way cooler people. So, I'm like. And look, man, I, 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 myself personally, I was having this discussion with Quentin the other day. Uh, he made the Discord, and he's a very, very close friend. And he was like, "What, are, what are you gonna do, right? Because eventually, this is sort of gonna end." Um, and I'm like, <laughs> well, you know what? Um, maybe, maybe I can get to the U.S. And if I get, if I can get to the U.S., I've, I've met so many interesting and cool people doing this. Far more than twenty years of devoted scientific research to become, you know, the go-to for a, a topic, right? A, a scientific topic. Um, this is, and Charles is right when he said, "There's nothing else to do." Once you once you understand what's going on, there's nothing else that you could do that would not gnaw at your conscience to to say that you're 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 fucking up <laughs> you're not doing what you you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and um yeah I, you know if, if that was any sort of motivation you perfect you, you do what you have to do it would gnaw on you would it, it, would, it would gnaw on me i've you know i I put out a request uh, a few weeks ago for some some more Patreon support, and uh, fortunately, I don't need to buy monkeys to murder. Mm. Well, <laughs> you know, it's that's a... the wrong way of wording it, but <laughs> but but my costs are are way lower, and and several people stepped up, and it's like thank goodness because, I mean, on one hand, you know, I, I need to you know, you know, at least make as much as I would working part making working at McDonald's. Yeah, you gotta but, make you gotta um, make minimum. Wage, it's, it's as opposed to negative which i've been at for three years but it was just enough to like say you know what thank goodness this is a sign right this is a sign i can do it now but but even if they didn't i gotta admit man i don't know how i would stop it's it's too big of a problem and it's not you just you don't just pursue it because I mean, some of it is, of course, obviously you get addicted to trying to solve a problem, mm. but how can you just walk away from it? Cause it's everywhere. Mm. You know, every, you, you know, again, I went out this past weekend, a big led sign right next to the hotel, get your COVID vaccines <laughs> over here. everyone. Get your COVID vaccines. Mm. Uh, oh, and, and Remdesivir like, the now. like those movies, like a taxi driver, you know, he used to go down Manhattan like in the 60s or 70s and be all these, you know, stripper joints. Now it's just big signs saying, get your vaccine shots everywhere. <laughs> it's awful. It was <laughs> it was almost better back then. Oh, yeah, it was better. <laughs> Take me back to the 80s. Um, oh, that's much better. Sorry. South color humor. Mm, nah, it was pretty bad, but this is just seems worse. For some well, okay, so think about this. There, there was a time. Well, I guess so. If we look at twenty twenty, if we took like a one year slice, and it wasn't quite January to January, but just there was a period where in one year I was trying to look for a job, and I had like three phone calls, like of, of actual jobs that were worth, like even interviewing for, and then I, I gave up just completely and just kept doing this. 
I had more calls from people on Capitol Hill in the next year, mm-hmm. like people reaching out to me mm-hmm. than I did employers during the previous year. And I was sitting here thinking, how can it be that that our our world is so fucked up that people in Congress who have never met know to call me, but I can't get my resume looked at Mm. by, you know, just by by decent company when I have a master's degree and almost have an MBA, you know, disabled veteran and everything. Like, it, it boggles my mind that how... Well, disconnected from reality. Because they can see something. Because I mean, and now, and this year, and a few months ago, I had a member of Congress call my phone directly, mm. which, like, I was at the zoo with my family and my parents, like, mm. and I and I couldn't find a decent job. And the truth is, is that that's just because the world is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that that my work is being appreciated, but at the same time, up until like two months ago, it was completely for free pro bono. Mm. So I'm just waiting for anybody to step up, and you know, mm. just because because people aren't even willing to sacrifice anything. Forget their job or their reputation or whatever. People aren't willing to sacrifice their time mm. or anything to do what we're having to do, and it, it it's heartbreaking. Because it's scary because I don't know like but it's 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 also it's also um heartwarming that that there is a network that I know I can dip into and I see oh that's another real neat piece of the puzzle that just that that links that bit to that bit nice and and it's taken care of right and um you know god god bless you being a disabled veteran I was going to say you you're competing in a saturated market there but your um, yeah. your your work just documenting the publications and the lab the lab stuff. I can just link that in my work, mm. right? And I know it's there. And if I if I really need to, I can dip. I can ask you, right? I'm I'm lucky in that sense. But um, it it's something I didn't have to concern myself about. And you know, I found I found over the last especially the last few months it's the fatigue of of people don't care about about this because they that they obviously don't know about the the connect between these right. uh, these topics and subjects and that's that's where you see the real craft come in that these organizations are able to play such that they can make the dead ends make the disconnects to stop people um, mm. following the information that's real um real tradecraft i would say and that that happens well, in the back rooms that happens that's because it's that's because it's real deep state so mm. Mm. <clears throat> and it's terrifying it really is yep uh well um gentlemen i'm gonna have to pull the ripcord because i've got stuff to do i'll just say that yeah another little budge on the needle for uh experiments just un- undergoing right now so um i'm you know I, I anything else i don't know what else to do <laughs> i'm at my I'm at my wits end i've i've i'm bored of playing stupid sounds <laughs> on the no i'm not actually it's uh it's the only relief i get now 
kids and kids and the uh, the stream is the is the outlet. <laughs> and I did too much, <laughs> too much addicted. You do some long streams, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's me procrastinating about doing other shit. I've literally got. I'm literally supposed to write a scientific paper right now that I said I'd do submit. But completely, it's 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 my old domain, right? But I promised them that I would do it, and you know, I still I still feel some some responsibility in that sense, right? Of course, you're not doing it, but you do feel the responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But um, you know, I've. Uh, Oh shit! It's my birthday. Oh yes, I meant to say it on the yeah. radio when the lady said the happy old lady birthday. said it. Yeah, happy birthday oh, to Charles. Well, how did you know it was my birthday? Uh, you said you said the other day you it's Joanna's birthday and your birthday oh, yeah, within yeah, yeah. within twenty four oh, hours. So, um, yeah. yeah, congrats on another lap around the sun, Charles. Um, I think each one of these is going to come more precious for the moment because we're look. Simple fact is, we're painting bigger targets on ourselves. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I was checking the engine in my car a couple of days ago mm. after mm. what happened with Andrew. I don't again. I don't know how much that is, and I don't know what his um, his issue is with Mark. But look, man, I, I would, I would, someone needs to speak to him and just say, look, um, it's it's necessary to look at all data right now, and the fact that if Valley concentrated around Dietrich area as well right I think that's pretty I thought that was established that they had a whole bunch there um well I was accused of, of, of being part of Ditra and mm. like disinformation because whenever I because I pointed out that my <laughs> I pointed out that my uh my PTSD like three months that I spent like going th like living in it like with a group of guys and going through the, the treatment mm. was on Fort Belvoir which is where Ditcher's headquarters is mm. apparently somebody saw that like the next day like I was seeing tweets about how I'm uh, part of CIA Ditcher, or something yeah, <laughs> maybe they MK ultra you with the PTSD they, I, mean, uh... actually, I thought you were. Yeah, I thought you did have a Ditra connection, but I, I wouldn't. I didn't tweet about it. I just I mean a couple yeah, thousand well, people work there, but and I mean, honestly, not... CIA is 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 not looking so bad these days. <laughs> That's how bad it is in the USA. CIA, ah, oh, they're not so bad. <laughs> They've got great. Uh, they own, great they only potential. Three is, presidents. Is, is, if you're okay with destroying your own country, and I hate everybody. I wish I wish that I could just explain in detail the whole story about him, the diffuse proposal, mm -hmm. and because I, I assume that you know that I was the one that it was given to, but mm -hmm. but because I know the backstory, where it came from, and and how it came to me, I mean, I'm pretty sure the DoD is not happy with me. Mm. So I'm I'm probably not working with them right now, mm. and so it was, it was hilarious. But at the same time, like, well, and, and like I say, it gets to, it gets to the point where okay, if 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 the if the tactic is this destabilized perception, uh, and you're exactly, yeah. we don't even know if we're working for it by doing what we're doing because it it means then yeah, that it, it's so sophisticated you, you that. that you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. 
So, you know, the, the, the one thing that I do look for is consistency in what it is that people people are doing and um and what what it what it they're prepared to do to follow this um th this thinking this this investigation and i've seen people literally suffer and i i know unless unless of course you're sitting in another room in your in your big house in texas still <laughs> i mean i don't know but no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have this picture in the wallet <laughs> <laughs> looks quite nice dude what's the matter with you i wish i had something oh, this sort of like this rocking chair over here that's a sexy <laughs> rocking chair right there. but uh the deep the ditra they 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 bother me because i i don't really see them as a pure dod organization i mean even their very own logo shows that they they see themselves as a matrix organization between other agencies and almost like a point <laughs> Where I don't know how you, if you wanted to comment on this, Charles. I don't, I know maybe you could be a guest on my show sometime and just just talk about your your thoughts about. This. But it just seems to be like an agency that exists to extract uh, intellectual property out of the Department of Defense, and there's nothing the DoD can do about it. Um, well, and uh, um, I will again. That, everyone everyone points shy, the finger so. at, at at the Pentagon, but. There's there's a lot of other players here, and, uh, and not just the U.S. Man, the U.K., uh, Germany. Oh, the, the, oh yeah, it's, it's all over, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot, and I no, I'd love to because I people don't. I think people, whenever they hear me talk, they they just you know make make assumptions, and one of them being that okay, well, he's just putting on this act, and he likes to talk about. You know, leadership and, and sacrifice and stuff, and oh well, he's he's grifting or whatever. But but no, I I really am in my in-laws' basement, and I really don't give a fuck what happens. I'm going to die or find justice for the people who died. So, and it, because people are so jaded, mm. they they don't they have no hope anymore. And so I I, I knew, and I told this to Kevin a while back. Like I, I knew in January, February that I was not going to be able to keep my house, and I was actually just lucky that that they extended the first foreclosure date, <laughs> so that way I had the time to sell it because otherwise mm. I would have foreclosed on it. Um, but I mean, just people don't understand. Like I knew, certainly, like last fall, uh, how bad this was and how much it was going to take because. It, it, well, look, I, really I, I can tell you this, right? sacrifice. Even that, even with the heavy censure that I get, that I'm on a the YouTube channel is, I don't know, 300 people have signed up for this one, right? Um, but right now across platforms, there's 100 over 150 people watching this live, and that means over a thousand people will watch it in 24 hours, and it means that it's despite them being able to take away the platforms that other people are able to reach hundreds of thousands the the seed of this i don't know this resistance i guess insurgency i like i like the word insurgency we're fighting back man i like the idea of fighting back i mean i thought an insurgency so it feels kind of weird to be one now <laughs> yeah. technically you're right i mean that is what we're doing mm. 
and uh, a gentleman I couldn't think of better better uh, individuals to be doing it with and um I do I do have to pull the ripcord on on this but um it's okay your service Charles we all have to go do shit and we all end up talking for longer than we expect and and our wives are always pissed for yeah. Whatever life. So yeah. Don't feel bad. Okay. I, know. I gotta go. I gotta go do the washing up before she gets back. I didn't do it yesterday. <laughs> I'm already in the dog house. Um, well, I'll, 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 I'll uh, message you on Twitter, Charles. Thank yes, you. Yes, please, because I definitely like. I honors, by the way. Thank you. All right, no, guys. Me. Thank you very much. I'm gonna stop the. I, I, I'm putting an end to this. We've got to okay. stop this right now. Yep, Take care, raccoons. <laughs> Take raccoons, care. That is. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, there you go. I gotta get out of here. Take care. God bless. I will see you in the next one. And do that. And I wonder if this is gonna work. It might not. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these gaffers! I will fucking kill each fucking gaffer, I swear! <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these gaffers! No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood, blood. Never! No. I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them five. Fuck this guy. Send check 45,000. Turn this. Let up! 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 Let up